Guys, welcome back to Farm the Stand Sportscast. Uh, we're back here for episode is it 14? Yes. Yeah, yeah episode 14 yeah, yeah. from the Stand Sportscast. I'm here with my good mate and co-podcaster Sadiqa Sibanyuni. Sadiqa, say hi. Yeah, what's up, what's up, what's up everyone? How's we it, are back. Yes, yes, and we've got a couple of guests here with us. Um, I'm going to allow them to introduce themselves. Uh, who's going to go first? Yes? I'll go first, man. I'll go first. This is your boy, Benz, <laughs> a.k.a. Vanellu Ngozi. I'm here. To bring a new perspective to the podcast, I'm just thinking, <laughs> you know, I needed some fresh juice. I heard some of the reviews, but you know, I'm here to save y'all. That just means, bro, that just means, actually, no, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna save the reveal for later. Yeah. <laughs> now, the boy, Pendulo Busane, aka Pepsi. Um, I've been watching the sports, the, the, pod, the podcast actually on Instagram and YouTube, so I wanted to give a bit of my. You know, two cents here and there. <laughs> yeah, no, no problem, no problem. Thanks, James. Thanks for coming through. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming through. Really yeah, so one word. I'm looking for some energy and I'm looking for some transfers to replenish me and I'm looking to get rid of Ali Solskjaer. Everybody's talking about how good we are, psych nigga. That's not facts. Everybody knows that a nigga fucking whack. What I'm fucking good at is looking fucking back. Throw back Thursday. Look at what we had, nigga. That's what she'd say. Damn, nigga can't play. Nigga can't win. What the fuck is going on? Looking at my twins. Looking at city and a nigga fucking shitty. Guess I'm feeling fucking blue. Nigga fucking red, nigga. That's the fucking hue. Paint the city red. That's what they said. Sign fucking Pogba. Sign fucking drug, but no. But we signed Lukaku. That's 2.0. Damn. Pause the fucking beat. Hey. <laughs> shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out. That was decent. I'm on a run. Just, just bring the market back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. on a run. I'm on a run. You no, no, you're on a run. In the regular episodes. Yeah, you're on a run in the regular episodes. You're on a run in the regular episodes. You must take out the, the instrumental because just, just, to, just, to get, just to get back to basics. Just to get back to basics. No one wants to hear an acapella freestyle unless they've got like braids that look African in their head. You know, like the. This so is say, the so land. Oh, nigga, you know, you know when you put like, you know when you put like Chabu Stone before you go to bed. Like, this is the land of the free. Cynthia, Cynthia, oh Cynthia, how you broke my heart, how you tore it apart, Cynthia. <laughs> yeah, um, so let's get started with the podcast. Uh, we've got a couple of topics to go through. Um, of course, being the main sport at the moment, the Rugby World Cup, we're going to start with that. Uh, group mm-hmm. stages have just uh, finished, basically, and 
um, quarterfinals or, or in terms of the fixtures in the quarterfinals they set for next week. Um, should I run them through? Yeah. yeah. So is, 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 is has the whole thing concluded now? Group well, stages. Are the group stages. Are yeah, yeah. The group now. stages have concluded. Um, Japan. What happened? Yeah. So yeah, Japan. So okay, let me just actually read the group stages as they okay, actually, right, and yeah, then I'll yeah. go to who's facing who. So in Pool A, Japan finished first with 19 points, four out of four wins. Ireland finished second uh, with 16 points. So those are the two teams that are through from Pool A. In Pool B, New Zealand with 16 points, South Africa with 15 points. Um, two teams that are through in Pool C, England is through. Uh, with 17 points, France second with 13 points, and Paul D, Wales is first with 19 points, and Australia second with 16 points. So in terms of um, the quarterfinals, so England is going to be facing Australia uh, next week Saturday um, on Ooh. the let me just get the date with me on the 19th of October, um, and then the next match on the same day is going to be New Zealand versus Ireland. Um, yeah. And then the following day on the 20th will be Wales versus France in the third quarterfinal. And then the fourth quarterfinal is going to be South Africa versus Japan. So, okay, before we go into the fixtures that are actually happening, any yeah. no, notable absentees from the quarterfinal? Actually, Scotland. Yeah, Scotland should have gone through. But Japan came through. Yeah. Yo, yeah. you know what's funny? Shout out to Inati, actually, because I, I ran into him at, at Maine yeah, earlier today. Mm. And I was talking to him about this shit, and he was like, yeah, man, Japan might do it. Japan, you know, like, but I think it was it was kind of clear that Japan might go yeah, all the yeah, way yeah, to yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So he was just like, damn, the Scots. Well, so what what went wrong there? Did you guys have high hopes for the Scotland team? You know, not really. Actually. I wouldn't say it was high hopes for the Scotland team. It's more of we underestimated the Japanese team, mm-hmm. and they they pulled they pulled like they pulled it out of the bag and they brought it to like the entire World Cup. The fact that they have gone four out of four in the group yeah, stages, yeah, that's crazy. They beat Ireland, who one of the yeah one of the strong teams, mm-hmm. one of the favorites of winning the entire tournament. I think. Ireland came into the World Cup as the number one leading side yep. in the world rankings. I think they're second now or probably a job further, but I don't know. Um, but yeah, like I think Japan was, was the biggest was the biggest surprise. I think another interesting um, team that is not necessarily in the quarterfinals is Argentina. But they were in a they were in a very tough group. Tough group yeah, they were in a yeah. tough group because they were in a group with um, with England and France. Yeah. And I mean it's 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 but it's at easy. the same time Argentina has been on a decline though. No, they haven't. I don't. Well, I don't think they have. Because you look at you look at um, what's this? In World Cups, they've always uh, performed well. In the past, yeah. in the past three World Cups, they've gone through to the quarterfinals. Um, the what's this? Twenty fifteen and two thousand seven, they went to the semi-finals. Yeah. I think that's their best stage um, that they've reached. And so, and I mean. In the rugby championship, they've been competing against Australia. They beat the, did they beat Australia this, this year's rugby championship? Nah, I'm not sure. I don't think so. Yeah, they probably gave them a run. For yeah, their yeah, money. yeah. Probably they, they gave yeah. them a run for their money, and yeah. they were competitive. So I mean, it's, for some people, that's probably an upset because they probably didn't see France as as, yeah, as such a big I really did have higher hopes for Argentina. I thought they were a superior team than to France, so I was really shocked. At like but really yeah, like if you look at Argentina when in the rugby championship, let's take it back to Test rugby. Yeah. So in in the rugby championship, you look at Argentina and most games that are played in the in the rugby championship are played usually in South Africa and New Zealand. So if you're gonna go to Salta thinking that you're gonna beat Argentina, 
you know, get you, yeah, you're gonna get a hiding. You can ask the box, you can ask Australia, they'll tell you that you yeah. can get your run for your money in Salta because humidity plays a big factor. Yeah. Altitude, yeah. Plays, altitude altitude plays plays a big factor as well. Like being, us being in the southern hemisphere doesn't mean anything. Yeah. yeah. And home ground advantage is a big thing. Yeah. Um, like Argentina, whenever they play home, they, they take pride in, in defending that 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 home ground advantage and they always do well and whoever they play um, they may not win sometimes and stuff like that but they always they always um, put a big fight and I mean you always you also look at the super rugby form you know Young Warriors team they, they went to the final they were a very good team throughout the tournament um, very like dark horses per se yeah. and majority of the team is, is the team that is is, is is the Argentinian team that is currently in the World Cup or was in the World Cup yeah. at the moment so yeah it wasn't it wasn't too far off for them to actually make it but personally I felt France was gonna was gonna get through but I mean it is an upset for many people yeah. uh, let me come through with the question do you guys think Japan is now becoming a rugby dynasty right now or is it home ground advantage because they did manage to bring, beat the Springboks in 2015 so are they starting something are more teams going to start tests play tests in Japan or with Japan or is it just home ground advantage Japan is an underdog we cannot dispute that they've beaten, yeah. the, the, they've beaten South Africa they've beaten Ireland now they've beaten Scotland it's another superpower that they want to take down now I wouldn't be surprised if they take down New Zealand because New Zealand has a few games where they slack yeah. and, and discipline plays a big factor um, you can take it to when we played them in Wellington yeah. we won because New Zealand because New Zealand's conceded so many penalties that's how we won we won off their mistakes yeah yeah um, to answer your question I would say I wouldn't say they're becoming a rugby dynasty but I think they're breaking into that tier one they're breaking out of that tier two rugby nation into that tier, tier one, one that yeah. tier yeah. one rugby nation so um, I mean they, they came into this World Cup in the top 10 in the world rankings so I mean that, that also speaks to something I just feel like um, world rugby in itself has to do more for the smaller nations yeah. like Japan like um, like the, the, the Pacific Islands like Fiji, Samoa the Georges of the world the African countries like Kenya Namibia um, Zimbabwe in terms of their rugby systems and stuff like that but yeah I think um, I think we have to start recognizing um, Japan as becoming a tier one nation the same way we recognize Argentina as a tier one nation the same way we recognize Italy as a tier one nation um, even though they probably don't compete at the same level they're still on the same bracket type of argument so yeah I mean, they, they're doing well and I mean not only have they beat Ireland South Africa but also in the past they've beaten they've beaten Wales they've, uh, they've beaten France in the past in the past was this World Cup cycle in the past four years? I think they've beaten Wales, they've beaten France. I'm not sure if they have beaten um, Australia, but I mean, it's possible. It's, it's, it's really possible. It's really possible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, if if let's say us New Zealand want to play this Japanese side at the moment, like it wouldn't be a dead rubber game. Mm. Japan would definitely give them a run for their money. Yeah. But I mean, I personally believe that. Um, New Zealand would, would eventually run away with it, but like I mean, it wouldn't be an easy game at the end of the day. So what do you guys think? Uh, okay, my first question then is how long ago was Japan on the fringes of being a non-factor in the world rugby? I mean, they kind of always have been on the fringes. It's just, it's, like, it's more recent where they've been included. Because, I mean, you look at 
how they were included in Super Rugby in 2016 as 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 a Sun Wolves team that was looking forward like that was looking towards the Japanese Rugby World Cup trying to strengthen them as a nation in general yeah, yeah, yeah. um trying to bring a rugby culture within the country as well at a, at a at a more competitive level than what they usually have with the domestic league you know um and I mean Japan is I think Japan has always been that team that's kind of been around but they've never been good enough to be able to, to to challenge the top dogs so i would say it's it's more recent than not and i mean big ups to big ups to their coach um jamie josephs who's who's done an, like a hugely impressive job with that team and i mean you look you even look at how they pre- apparently how they prepared um i was i heard a story like about how was this they was this they i think apparently they signed mo- majority of the japanese players onto a Sun Wolves B team or A team or something along those lines, and with that, Jamie Josephs was the coach, I think, and he could manage the the conditioning, the training, the preparation throughout Super Rugby. So, like the the load going into Super Rugby in terms of the matches that they played wasn't that much because you even look at the Sun Wolves team that played during Super Rugby. Majority of those guys weren't Japanese. I mean, you had a few Japanese guys here and there playing. To, to get that match time so that rotation level and keeping them as that one that one squad building for this world cup it's it's big ups to them they can like i said the conditioning is, is 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 impressive the game plan is impressive the players know the roles each each player knows their roles so i mean it's working out for them and the the, the fruits of them what's this the fruits of the hard work and their labors looking into this world cup probably from since 2016 if we're really being honest are coming out now with them winning four out of four in a tough group with scotland and ireland you know so like it's a systematic we're seeing the fruits of a systematic decision by the the japan the japanese as a country to be like we want to be bigger in this sport and be taken seriously and this is what we're going to do we're going to get in a coach who knows what he's doing we're gonna you know maneuver politically in 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 the conversations around world rugby to get us in in, get out to get the sunwolves into super to get the the world cup to come to japan world cup's coming to japan was long ago how long ago Uh, i think the decision was probably made around about 2013 2014 so yeah so yeah i mean it takes it takes a long time but i think i don't think it's far-fetched to say maybe around 2010 ish the Japanese are like, you know what? Rugby is is something that we're looking to grow in, and yeah. when you have a system and a, and a country that allows for people to actually, or for for ideas like that and movements like that to actually thrive, like we've been trying to grow some sports in in, in our country for years and ages, and it looks like it falls apart somewhere. But when you see a country do it and succeed in in a sport like rugby, and you're like, okay, this is doable. Yeah, I think another thing that's in that's in Japanese rugby's favor is, is is the strength of the yen of the yen, of the yen yeah. and, and the currency around that you know um, like on the general like there's there's a lot of money within Japan in terms of the, the sponsorship deals TV deals and stuff like that so I mean it I think it, it worked in their favor that they were able to actually go to World Rugby go to RFB request for the World Cup win their bread for the World Cup and then from then on, go to go to um and uh, what's this a 
an organization like Sansa and, and pitch the idea of having a Japanese team, a Japanese side within the Super Rugby and all of that. So I think that's that's a factor that is, is, is it has to be considered is that the fact that they've got money within the systems and money within the country itself and the, current, the strength of the currency work in their favor. And they're utilizing like the cash that they have, they're utilizing it into good, they're making it in, like they basically using the money properly now because if you look back at the 2015 side that beat the Springboks and you look at the 2019 side that actually that beat Ireland and um, Scotland the two sides are different so you get like probably let me say I think it's safe to say like 40% of the of, of the of the players in the Japanese side were natives and the others were just guys that they bought basically I, I don't know if I should say bought but like they gave citizenship to come and play. Yeah. yeah. So like you know, you know, you know how France You know how France does it. Like half of their players are African. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah, so yeah, more than half. Joke. <laughs> Say it, my guy. Yo, how do you get a how do you get a Japanese passport? Oh no, let's not. No, 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 no. Let's not go through that. I was gonna say something else as well. Like, like, yeah. Anyways, we should start an initiative saying, bring back our boys. Yeah, yeah, bring back our boys. Even England. England takes everyone from their colony. Like we spoke about at some point in time, dude. Like, bro, if you look at all of these, like, if you look at the English squad, if you look, and if you look at all of these English-dominated things, the US, even to a certain extent, it's like, bro. These niggas, these people are doing blatant mm. colonialism. Yeah. Yep. It's like, yeah, all of our subjects will represent the queen. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, literally do. Okay, where are you from? From Jamaica. From I'm from Somalia. Mo, Mo, uh, from Mo, Nigeria. Uh, Mo, Mo Farah is um is it's East Africa. Yes, yeah, East Africa. Somalia. Somalia. Um, they take a lot of Nigerians. They take a lot of Nigerian mm. people. Russ Barkley is Nigerian. Fun fact. Really? No ways, no ways. <laughs> he chose not to represent the Nigerian national team. No ways. How, how is Ross Barkley Nigerian? I mean, I thought, it's, uh, it's not that hard to be born in the country. So um, that's, that's how it is. Uh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is a story. No, this is factual. Yeah, this is very factual. I honestly thought Ross Barkley was John Cena's little brother. I really <laughs> thought that. <laughs> What? Well, he thought Russ Barkley was Caucasian and white. <laughs> <He was laughs> no, Caucasian I could see that, 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 that mix in him. He's got a, I, I could see that mix in him. You can see that mix in him. He's got little, the, I don't watch Power, but he's got a little tummy, you know? That's how we from Power Guy. Nah, I don't want to. Yeah, but he's got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a real nigga right there. That's a real nigga. That's what. That's what. Man, he's a real. This is how logic becomes your favorite rapper. Yeah. He's got that logic in him. How you call? You're around calling white guys real niggas. Dude. Fuck you, though. But that's a real nigga. I mean, this conversation. We'll check out the rest of the important rugby fixtures. I just wanna take a short left real quick, right? So we spoke about how Japan leverages its economic power into you know move, important moves in, in the sporting world so how do you guys feel about leveraging your economic power maybe not morally correct but in a way that will get you things for your country if if you if you're gonna put it in a south african um context then I, yeah like i think you you shouldn't it, it wouldn't work in our mainstream sports so like if you do it in soccer um rugby or cricket it, it wouldn't work then you'll get a huge um outburst same as um how there was an outburst when the quota system came into place yeah so like with that there'll be a huge thing so now it's going to be a thing of 
you're choosing for example let's just say you're choosing a nigerian guy over a south african guy it's not going to be a thing of who's better it's going to be a thing of yeah especially especially within this political climate right now in within south africa uh, it's not viable the story of um a zambian i think he's south african born but his parents are both zambian goalkeeper he chose to represent Zambia and not South Africa I don't I have no idea as to how good he is <coughs> so I think people in the comments were saying the headline was misleading because it said goalkeeper snubs Mofana Mofana for Zambia and people were saying he's not that good so it was a situation like uh, Wolf Zaha yeah <laughs> another one you know yeah. they bought him could have played for England but he was like I see better chances uh, playing for the Ivory Coast. Yeah. LOL. And Nick was on, he was on the bench with Arsenal's record signing. <laughs> We're not going to bring that up. <laughs> you know, so it, it, it's one of those things. I mean, if you look at it that way, sure. I think SA also is not is not like we're not strapped in terms of talent. Yeah, yeah. I don't think yeah. that's something we'd have to do. You know? But I was actually asking more in terms of the alleged five more bribe that you know South Africa used to get the World Cup and then if you look at Qatar Qatar's getting a, a World Cup yeah. the whole world is like why is why the fuck is Qatar having a World Cup yeah. but they're getting a World Cup if you look at Japan you know they had the humidity there at, at some point I think at, at one of the games it was like 86% and it's like they knew about this mm-hmm. and you know the typhoon stuff it's like yeah. things that you can kind of predict yeah. so it's like if people are choosing to go ahead with hosting tournaments and you know if people if, if countries are advancing you know through certain means where does the cut off because i think we can all agree that this was a, a great thing for japan's yeah, yeah. yeah. so uh, even the 2010 world cup was amazing for us we had two decembers <laughs> actually <laughs> where do you guys but wait but wait, like i want to ask like do you, is it is it really a bad thing for conditions not to be as crisp as you would like them for instance uh, the humidity thing in Japan the the heat the heat um the heat thing okay. in 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 in, 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 in Qatar and a, co- a more colder weather in Russia and stuff like that like isn't that like isn't isn't it what sport is about the fact that you're being taken out of your yeah. comfort zone yeah. to compete with people who are experiencing the same levels of conditions that you are experiencing yeah. and it, you have to perform at the highest level to be the best in the world I mean it depends like for me it would depend so I get that I get the aspect of this is the World Cup so we're going to take the sports to all the places in the world that you know play rugby and we're going to enjoy we're going to take the sports to Japan and we're going to play this World Cup in Japan we're going to play this World Cup in France we're going to play this World Cup you know in England or wherever but I think this, there comes a point where it's like okay in order for our game to give the best entertainment it needs certain factors need to be there and once that threshold is broken then it becomes like okay what are we really doing here like are we playing football in a hundred degree weather or whatever because it makes commercial sense or you know how big is football in Qatar but I also think it's also it's not only about commercial sense but it's also about growing the game within the country because yeah. I would assume that's that's probably a dri- like a driving factor that um, was this Qatar used when they were betting for the yeah, 2022 yeah. 2022 and World that, Cup yeah, is that yeah. what's this football is, is, is a sport that is, is is on the rise in the country and what better way to what better way to um, to grow it than a World Cup yeah. you know like I mean, is, is it really so a bad is it really a bad thing for um 
a World Cup type of tournament to be taken to the smaller developing countries. I mean, South Africa was in the same was in the same light. If you like, I mean, arguably in in 2010, because you look at our our football back then in terms of how it was viewed on a national on on an international scale compared to what it's viewed now or post World Cup. It's, yeah, it's yeah. we've been like um, what's this? There's there's greater experience. We see more of our. We see more of our players, um, Mosses, going overseas and stuff like that. Even though we had um, Mosses players going, or like playing overseas and stuff like that, it's just there's a bigger pool now, and there's more recognition to South African football okay. than, so that's, that's than my that. Question, you know, in essence, my question is, where do you guys cut off between? This is great for other things. Maybe the means to this end weren't as great, but you know, growing the sport in, in, in the country, you know. But then there's other questions that you need to ask yourself. Is, Whose commercial interest, you know, whose interest, like, if the sport is growing in this country and you're saying, okay, that creates a market. Who does this market look to service? Like, oh, if you do, like, if you follow the money, you look at everyone that's buying all these big clubs. Mm. It's, you know, it's Middle Eastern, you know, royalty and things like that. So it, it's just an, a thing to observe and, and investigate, you know. It, it all depends on how you look at it. You have something to say about it. Uh, I was gonna say I was gonna touch on your question quickly. Yeah. Um, okay, I've been to Qatar. Cool. Qatar is a beautiful country, amazing, am- amazing infrastructure, everything. So I think. Did you ever play so? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> so like, if you're gonna look at Qatar, Qatar, I think it's more of like a. It's expensive to go there. Let's start there. It's mm-hmm. very expensive to go there. So I think one of the drivers for South Africa to bid for the Soccer World Cup was for tourism. Now you get people that come back to South Africa because yeah, of yeah, how, yeah, how, yeah. how they experience the World Cup. So I think on in a political sense, those guys are actually pushing for tourism. Because Qatar, let, let's be honest with ourselves, how many people do you know that say, I'm going to Qatar for holiday? Oh, so you're saying it's part of a PR. Like, yeah, like, it's for like tourism as ago, well. Ten years ago, the same thing happened with Dubai. Yeah, All of a sudden, mean? we knew Dubai and its skyscrapers existed. You know what I mean? The you'd Burj gone, Khalifa and everything. Yeah, you'd gone your whole life thinking the Middle East, you know, was not just that popular. You just sand. I don't want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, I finally, like, Dubai gets the, gets the small marketing and PR campaign and everyone's going to buy. Now, if you look at it now, you look at Bali, you look at places like, what's that place in Greece? Santorini. Mm-hmm. You look at all of these places that are propping up as, as, as destinations to go to and it makes sense. Like, Qatar is one of those now mm-hmm. because all of a sudden, Qatar is in, is, is in headlines for things and yeah. Japan also. Yeah. Japan has also yeah. become a Tokyo. tourist. Uh, Tokyo yeah. has become a tourist destination. So you see this like in countries, you look at Brazil, they had the FIFA World Cup, they had the Olympics, all in the same. I think this is Rio de Janeiro. Real. Real. Yeah. So yeah. I think this happens to, to countries. I think Durban had a chance to host the, the Commonwealth Games. The yeah. Commonwealth and stuff. So this happens, you know, countries have these have these seasons yeah. where they come into form and then, you know, something else happens and then all of a sudden Cape Town is booming. Yeah. All yeah. of a sudden, okay, yeah. you know, Lagos is booming. Because even Japan is hosting, is hosting the Olympics next year. So you see, you see what I mean? They've basically got a two year cycle where yeah. Be, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, like, the main part of your question was. I mean, like, to answer like your main question, where's the line? Where's the line? The line goes with the price tag. 
whatever money everything has a price yeah. so however ridiculous the circumstances are like it being like a thousand degrees hot or whatever you're gonna have to bribe more that's how these organizations yeah, work because think about the structures in fifa that you have to bribe yeah like you have to the try guys that have to the guys that have to look stupid for agreeing to this yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. for us apparently it costs allegedly it costs five million yeah, and South Africa is a nice place, so that's pretty cheap. And yeah, I, I'm, I'm yeah. assuming for to take the World Cup to Qatar, it's it's gonna cost. It's you. gonna cost and money. If, yeah, and South like, Africa had Nelson Mandela. Nelson Mandela. They when 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 like we were announcing. Exactly. I'm not gonna lie. If, that's if, like if, 10 million <laughs> off on top. If, if, if I was one of if I was one of those FIFA people, me knowing Qatar and 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 the money that they have in the country, I'm 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 with the oil. I'm definitely asking for more, like. Yeah. <laughs> you have to go through the, the Ronaldo campaign. You have to go through the Messi campaign. Yeah. Who yeah. get who lands there and is like, nigga, what? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, this is not it. And then you have to get through all. Like mm. it costs a lot. It costs a lot. But a lot. like with Qatar, FIFA are pushing it a lot because I know be, because <laughs> aren't they changing like the four? It's happening in December, isn't yeah, it's it? It's happening in December. They're changing uh, the whole footballing because the calendar because it's the the what's this, the summer? I was this, um oh, summer, 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 summer is this summer is in June. Yeah, yeah. summer is going to be too hot. For nothing beats We've seen Arab money win. Has Arab money won a Champions League? Yeah. Uh, oh, wait. Uh, nope. No, no, no. No, no, no. What? Nope. No, no. That's the one thing. But my my main my main point <laughs> is that I get what you're saying. Where's the line? Qatar is pretty close to the line. It's really close. People are dying constructing. People are saying they're slaves. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's another thing. I think that's another reason why FIFA is also pushing it a lot is because there's so much negativity around Qatar at the moment, and so much backlash with the fact that the World Cup is going there in terms of politically, uh, in terms of looking at. Uh, the 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 rights of women within the country looking oh, at shit, the workers yeah. yeah looking at the workers so like i mean I'm, I'm i'm not surprised and i don't blame fifa for for pushing it the way that they are because they have to make to make it look as 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 a, like the best perspective as possible yeah so that it is so that it can actually it can actually meet the targets that they want in terms of bringing a number of people within the country and to the stadiums for the tournament and as a whole so like, i don't really blame on them. the on the level like on like the surface level this looks like a beautiful idea we're taking the World Cup away from the traditional traditional com- uh, yeah, countries like yeah. England, France, no idea, like America, and it, it's beautiful in that sense. But we know with FIFA, FIFA is like the most corrupt like organization, organization ever <laughs> and it's openly corrupt yeah. like Sepp Blatter are, is are not they, in jail are they, are they the most corrupt or are they the, like wait are they the most corrupt or are they the most corrupt with what we see well I suspect we exposed we exposed to the stories of FIFA because they come out in terms of the, the briberies and the corruption and everything like that but what about like do we consider that there's also corruption in cricket there's also yes. corrupt, there's also huge corruption in rugby as well I'm judging yes who, I'm judging whoever's being corrupt in golf dog like, <laughs> <laughs> like who keeps injuring Tiger Woods guys this is some racist shit but like if you look at like with the Qatar thing Qatar is is a country where the technology is very advanced. So like, yeah. 
So like their airport is the most technological airport you will find in the world. So like you get an electrical train running within the airport inside. Mm. You know how we like have that car train outside? That should be inside. Have the yeah. inside. You know mm. what I'm saying? So like I think it it, it 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 really pissed them off to the point where we spend so much money on the country, but we're not getting tourism. Why is everyone going to Dubai? Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like oh, everyone is just flying yeah. over Dubai. So so we're also and so it's also yeah. Dubai. It's also now become a thing of, of competition between UAE yeah. and Qatar. So okay, you were in Qatar. Um, can you offer comment any comments about the mood towards football, like or the mood? Wh- which sports are they a sporting nation? Not really. Eh? So I mean, this has kind of become about Qatar, but as a case study, let's use Qatar. No. So they're not. So they're not really a, a sporting nation, you'd say. Yeah. The only the only major sporting event that goes to Qatar that I know of, I don't know if you guys know, it's actually the golf. The golf does go to the yeah, top. They actually go to the top. You'll never hear these guys saying, oh, guys, we're going to the top for cricket. For cricket. Yeah. Oh, it's right. very hot. So, okay, it's very hot. hot. That's another thing. So yes. It's very, very hot. Yeah. It's very humid there. And like, you, you love aircon to aircon. Shit. So, like, it's. Dude, I can't even survive Nelspring, though. I dog, your left turn took us to a fucking freeway, dog. Yeah, Can we yeah, get yeah, back yeah, to the yeah, rugby? Yeah. <laughs> let's go back to the group stages yeah, and like our opinions I mean, let's, on the matches. Yeah, let's be, let's speak about the what's the the road to the finals basically and talk about the the actual quarterfinals, looking into the semifinals and all of that. Um, I mean, quarterfinal one is going to be England versus Australia. Um, it's gotta be in. It's gotta I be. I mean, no, no, I mean, this is a prediction's not yet, but okay. If you say England, I, I think it's gonna be a very tight I game. Mean, it's yeah. gonna be a very tight game. But I feel like, personally, I'm, I mean, I'm gonna give my opinions off the bat. You know, I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think, I think England are just too strong, man for man, compared to like for Australia. You know, um, and look at the front row is 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 way superior than Australia's. Their locks are much better than Australia's. They the back row in, in, in their flankers are I'm not gonna say miles ahead of them, but I think they're a better unit. Right, you know. Um and and as a team their backline is, is is genuinely better. So I think personally I think it, it's gonna be a it, it will be a tough game for England as well. I think Australia will surprise a lot of people because like I, I I've been here like in terms of chatter and all of that, I've been hearing a lot of people writing off Australia already, you know. Um, saying that it's probably it, it will be uh, a walkthrough for England type of vibe, and I don't think that's the case. I think they will bring it, and it's going to be a very interesting one. Anything, anyone else wanna chip in? So, are we saying England's going through to the first semi-final? That's everyone's well, opinion, right? That's my opinion. I don't know. I I I agree. I honestly don't think people are being too harsh on Australia. I honestly think it's not going to be a walkthrough. I think, I think they are being harsh because I think. Australia no, yeah, kind of. Like, like to be honest, ever since they lost Izzy, Israel Falao, oh, yeah, I, I think, yeah. I think they, they actually, it, it shows that he was the one um, who held it together. Because yeah. wasn't he captain? No, no, he wasn't. No, he wasn't captain. Was, was it Michael? Michael. Michael oh, no, yeah, that was the nigga, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. This is the guy who no, went no, out. That was, that was the nigga. The, 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 the guy who. 
Oh. No, he was a homophobe. Cause homophobe. Cause he, homophobe. Yeah. Correction, correction. Because he was like, all like he was basically saying gay people are going to hell. And yeah. You know, like, and then, heavy Christian nigga. Yeah. Yeah. And then after that, he had this whole thing. He had like a whole inquiry. You know how we have this obvious state capture. He had like yeah. a whole inquiry. Yeah, because he was basically saying, you are ridiculing me because of my beliefs, and they're saying. You can't just shower out oh, your beliefs exactly. yeah. Yeah. in public and think because you're Christian you're gonna get away with it. And he's a public figure on top of that. Yeah, so, yeah like, exactly. it was a big. Thing. But I mean, to touch on that quickly, I think uh, I saw sometime this week recently he said he's gonna come out he's and, and he's yeah. gonna apologize to he's gonna apologize to the general public and he's gonna drop a lawsuit that he is or was he, he, he was he was fine because no no because he was fine. Let L is. <laughs> Tattooed, he, was, uh, he was fighting a lawsuit because um, what's this? He he felt that um, what's this? Aust- Rugby Australia were unfairly dismissing him um, due to his religious due to his religious beliefs and his and so, his outcry okay. and stuff. So like the crux of his thing was that these are my beliefs, but uh, Australia was uh, Rugby Australia saying, "Nigga, these are not your beliefs. You are spewing hate." Yeah, this is hate yeah. speech. Yeah, 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 right. I, I think it was, it was. I don't even think it was, it was the first episode. No, no, no. It was the first release. I think it was the first episode. Oh, yeah. Y'all got a podcast underground. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> so okay, do you guys think? Um, do, you, do you guys see him coming back? Given what he means to the Australian You can't file a lawsuit and come that strong. Like if he was apologetic from the beginning. Oh yeah, he doubled down on it. Yeah, I think I I don't think he's gonna come back, but I also feel like he doesn't want to leave on bad terms. But that's why he's coming with the apology because there's no like if if I were like there's no there's really no need for him to apologize. He could have just left. He could have he could have just left because he I think um, he's already signed a rugby league uh, rugby league contract to represent Tonga, which he's eligible to do. Yeah, because he's, he's, he's half Tongan. So, rugby so, can, can work like that. Like, you can, in football, once you pick, you pick. No, it's in football. No, but this, this is rugby. It's, rugby league is a different sport. <laughs> yeah, rugby, rugby league, league is a different league sport. Is a different sport oh, to rugby oh, oh, rugby league. Rugby league, yeah. So, he's, sign, he's signing for a different country in rugby league. And that. I, I personally, I think that he, he wants to leave on good terms. And I think he's also being, uh, he's, he was also convinced by his death. Because there's also reports that. Um, some of some of the teammates have, have been asking him and, and pleading him to come back and to apologize and stuff like that. So I think he, he's probably just um, given in on that and then just like, yeah, no, it's it's fine. Um, let me leave the sport if I'm leaving the sport. But I'd, personally, I don't see a way of him coming back to rugby in terms of the Waratahs and um, Super Rugby as a whole. I don't know. And Rugby Australia signing him. Um, but I, I think it's a good step for him to actually apologize. Is he yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, oh, yeah. oh, of course, of course. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, he can actually still play. I mean, it would have, it wouldn't have been a story if he was a fringe player. It would have been like, oh, no, yeah. 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 Oh, Daniel Rose, who's, who's a fringe? Nicholas Pepe takes a stand. <laughs> 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 bam, bam, shots fired. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so oh, fixtures. other fixtures, quarterfinal two is going to be New Zealand versus Ireland. Um, like I said, that's also going to be next week Saturday on the 19th of October. Like, yeah, 19th of October. Um, that's going to be a very big game. 
that, that is gonna be a nail biter. That, that is yeah. gonna be yeah. yeah. New Zealand Okay. Because that's just how the tournament is set up. There's nothing much you can do about it now. And 
you change things now so that the best teams face in the, in the final, you're basically fixing the World yeah, Cup. Yeah. And that's not really fair. Yeah. Everything sh- should be the way that it's set out to be, basically. It, ha- it, it happened in the Soccer World Cup as well, where the big teams were actually in one side. Yeah, yeah, you know I what I'm saying? In the round of 16. Croatia. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's a good thing that they put the big teams like in like different groups, but like they yeah. group them properly. So I could get your your island. I don't really know the groups. It was, so it was, it was basically the big teams in group A was Ireland, Japan, and in Scotland. Did we have a group of death? Group of death for me was group C, which was the England, France, Argentina. Okay, yeah. Yeah, group D was group D was um was Wales and Australia the two best teams would be South Africa the two best teams I didn't see Italy causing an upset and Group A was supposed I thought it was going to be Scotland and Japan it was Scotland and Ireland, Ireland but now Japan, Japan came through yeah. Japan so there's that waterfall waterfall is a lot I mean at the best everyone was thinking they could beat Scotland yeah, no one was thinking. No one was thinking. It could actually happen. No one. Ireland wasn't in the yeah. conversation. Everyone watched that game thinking, "How are Ireland going to impress us and make us think they're going to win <laughs> yeah. later?" And I, I was looking. I was watching. I was watching someone like um, what's this? A, a rugby analyst on, on YouTube, uh, Squid Rugby. He, he, he basically goes through games and stuff like that. And he was basically saying that um, he commends uh, he commends Japan a lot on how they prepare for the game because. Japan, according to him and according to how he's been following the games, the way they've been playing and stuff like that, they've been preparing for this game, for the island game since the draw was made, basically. And, and and Ireland prepared for the Japanese game seven days before the game started. Yeah. Like the week before they started. After, as soon as they finished their game against Scotland, they looked at the Japan game. They weren't thinking about Japan as a, a potential upset or yeah, someone. They, they they wrote them off before the game actually happened, you know. So that, that that's something that, that was to their downfall. Because you, you even look at... Um, the starting lineup that they had, Johnny Sexton, who is pivotal to the way that um was this, the way that Ireland plays, wasn't in the match day 23. The entire 23 squad, you know, and that's just saying that no, whoever's playing at fly half in Carberry and um and Carty, we we trust them enough to be Your able handle. to get to to handle this game and get us over, you know. But if if I mean if they were more cautious, they would have had Johnny Sexton on the bench at least, you know, something along those lines. But so, who is going through, guys? This is a tough question. Who is going through? The four teams are going through. No, no Island, I'm, Island, Island, New Zealand. Zealand. Who is? I think I think New Zealand will pull it off. I I begrudgingly agree. It's like boring at this point. It's boring now because you're like because they're so they're so good. It's the only thing that stops New Zealand is New Zealand. Yeah, true, true. Nothing stops New Zealand except for New Zealand. True story. Um. Yeah, no, I'm also gonna say I'm also gonna say New Zealand is gonna go through. I thought you were gonna go the other way. It's because of the semi-final game that I want that I want to see and um. I feel like it's probably going to be a two, three pointer game, like four pointer game at the most. It's not going to be, it's not going to be by a try or two. I don't think it will be like that. I think Ireland is going to bring it, give me a million points. Conor Murray, Janice Houston, that that back row. The the thing is, it's the battles that you look at, like man for man, the front row, the Ireland's front row, Tony Fallon versus Joe Mooney. 
you look at um, Cody Taylor versus Rory Best, oh sorry, Dan Cole versus Rory Best, you look at um, Rodi Retallick versus James Ryan, you look at Ke- Ian Henderson versus Sam Whitelock, you look at Sandra Van der Fleer, CJ, mm-hmm. and, and Peter Omani versus Oh, it was a squad of Sam Kane and Kieran Reed. You look at Conor Murray versus oh, TJ. TJ versus Aaron Smith. <laughs> the is, I'm just thinking, about, I'm just thinking about the matchups and the entire team about from to one to right twenty. He's, he's, he's at the edge. He's at the edge. From one to fourteen, those matchups are just or just to die for. For those of you who can't see, Sandiso's breathing heavily into the mic. Yo, yo, yo. It's heated, that's how heated it is. He just took a gulp of water right now. <laughs> it's getting really heated. Um, semi-final, quarterfinal three is going to be Wales versus France uh, next week Sunday on the 20th of October, local time, 9.15. Wales. Yeah, Wales. I would like Wales. I don't see France do Wales for me is the one team that gives me goosebumps. Thing is, Wales they defend. Oh my God, my they word. defend. Sorry, sorry. They defend they is defense. out of this world. It's just immense. They've got workhorses from one to fifteen. They, oh my God, word. I can't, I can't explain as well. <laughs> it's like, a lot. Defense is a lot. They defense is a lot. It's, it's turning into a twosome. It's not only, it's not only, they, <laughs> it's not only they, they defensive system, but also they scramble defense. Mm. They scramble defense is so good. Mm. It is so good. I mean, it's, it's going to be a tough game. But I also wouldn't write France off too, too quickly. You know? I mean, I think that's a, that's a thing of these quarterfinals. All of them are going to be Honestly, tight. for me, all to make a tight. confident prediction, I would have had to have seen England versus France. Yes. If I saw England versus France, I would have had a clearer idea of of, of where France is. But I think, personally, I look at the France-Argentina game and how they played there. And for me, France has always been that team in the World Cup there. I don't want to call them dark horses, but whenever they're in the World Cup, they can have the shortest cycle leading up to the World Cup. But when that tournament starts, they can pull it out of the bag. I don't know how they do it, but they just perform week in week out. I mean, you look at you look at the they run in two thousand and seven when they beat New Zealand in the quarterfinals, and they went and and they, and they almost beat England. And they almost yeah. beat. They England. almost beat England. In, in twenty in in in, in what's this? In 2011, they faced Wales in the court in the semi-finals, and Wales was more favourites to go through to what's this, to win that game. But France pulled it out of the bag, and they competed very well in that final. You know, so France is that team that personally I wouldn't write too all, but I think Wales will will do it because of their work rate and their workhorses and their defensive system. But I think it's going to be a very tight game as well. So everyone's for Wales going through to the semi-finals. Yeah, shout out. Uh, final game, most, the most interesting game. Okay, not the most interesting game, but now <laughs> the most interesting game, dog. We this is South Africa, Africa. South Africa yeah. dog. And it's, this it's, is it's, it's, this it's, has a story of four years though. It's it, it, yeah okay. There's that. It's it's Japan okay, versus yeah. Ireland. These are higher. You are destroying. I want to see Japanese you. kids in the streets cry. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see their faces as their dreams and their hopes are taken away, shattered, shattered <laughs> by the black men in green and and gold. Yeah, Japan versus South Africa. Um, it's gonna be much closer than we think. I'm not gonna. It's gonna be a much closer game than we think. It's gonna be a different game to that warm-up game that we played prior to the World Cup, the 41-7. Yeah. It's gonna be a very different game. And if people think that's the same Japanese side that we're gonna face, they are gonna be in for a shock. 
they're going to be in for a shock. And I think something that I will say off the bat, don't be surprised if South Af- if, if the box play a very conservative game because it's very like Rossi to... Yeah. to Take it to them. Yeah, I mean, it's going to... That's the thing. The game plan is going to be simple from the box. It's forwards, forwards, kick. Territory is going to be a big thing. So you're going to expect Pollard to kick a lot. You're going to expect Fofty Clark to kick a lot. You're going to expect... Um, Herschel Janji to kick a lot when he comes back. You can expect um, what's his, who's the 15? Villa Rue to kick. Villa Rue to kick a lot. So it's going to be a very territorial game. And basically, I think what 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 Rasi and 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 the Springbok coaches are going to be saying to Japan is, run it 80 meters if you want to score. Play play 80 meters if you want to score. Play 70 meters if you want to score. Play 90 meters if you want to score against us, basically. And we will trust our defense at the end of the day but it's going to be a very very tough game and uh, me I'm not going to lie I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Springboks lost the way that Japan, the way that's, that's the thing you look, at, you, you, nah, you look at how this Japanese team has been playing throughout the group stages the way they played against Ireland the way they played today against Scotland the way they've been the way they've been grinding off these results it's not far off them to actually and they play as a team like I said I mentioned it earlier they, every every player in the team knows their roles and acts on their roles. They do and they do them to the actual team. To the, they they dot the eyes and cross the teeth, you know. So that Japanese team is, is, is and their bench is also fire. So it's it's something to to look out to, to look out for. You know, it's going to be a very tough game. I think I think the box are going to win it at um, safe pieces. So yeah. If you look at the scrums, mm-hmm. yeah. It's, it's, yeah. The box have more weight than. Japanese guys so obviously I'm being serious because like yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. kid you not the packed weights for the box is going to be over 100 to 2 things shut up nah it won't be over 100 okay maybe 50 it won't be 20 20k 20kg those Japanese forwards are big my G couldn't you guys say they're imports they're not homegrown yeah, no no they're all they're all they didn't grow up on rice and stuff because you look at Lapis 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 unit yeah he's, 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 he's at six he's at six you look at michael uh, sorry he's at seven michael leach is a unit he's a six and um i forgot who their number eight is but the number eight is also a unit that mm. back that back that back row is 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 got big people yeah, and then you look at their locks as well front row shooter is not it's not a small it's not a small lad their props are also not mm. not that small so uh, i think it's only I, I don't think pack i don't think packed or like pack pack is going to be it's going to yeah. be a big difference i think Set pieces we are definitely better because I mean line yeah line our lineouts are way better than theirs even our, our defensive lineouts are, are are going to be very good and I think Japan will be under pressure in that sense. Um, I was like in the Scotland game I think they con- was this Japan conceded I think at least two what's this tight heads or scrum penalties against them. Um, I think one tight head and a couple of scrum penalties against them. So I mean that's something that I think the Springboks and Rashi Rasmus are going to look at and try and pinpoint so it's like people like in terms of starting lineup I expect Beast to start you know because he's a he's a better scrummaging he's a better scrummaging um, goose head than, than Stephen Kitsov and Stephen Kitsov is going to be able to no it's Kitsov who? yeah one is, is loose 
one is loose Yeah, please tight. Yeah. Um, How did you not know this? <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. You I'm imposter. Not a bro. I'm not a bro. I'm not a bro. So, so yeah, that's it. What game we had? So and and and, and kids of this is more mobile, so that's going to suit yeah. that's going to suit the the gameplay late in the last 20 minutes when it when it opens up and stuff like that. So, But, are we saying that Japan is not just riding a wave of sense of confidence. No, they're not. So, and yeah. even home ground adv- home ground advantage yeah, is going to be a big thing contributing to that whole mm. the whole vibe oh, it's home ground. Oh, we've been doing good for the past few years. This is a country we've beat before South Africa. You know, it's 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 a lot. Yeah. The box the box are going to need their their They're going to they're gonna need their end game to be yeah. able to beat Japan. That dead ass. It's not going to be a game where they have they can be on 60, 70, 80% for them to win. They have to be on 100%. Everyone, all fire, all all persons firing for them to be able to win this yeah. game. Dead ass. So who's the semi-final again? If we make it through. Okay, so then uh, if if Wales. so, it's going to be box versus box Wales. Wales. So yeah, we all agree that box should win this game. So okay, I don't what kind s- of a, what kind of a win from the box? So what kind of performance from the box against Japan? is going to convince you or is going to instill even more confidence into the okay box going into the Wales game is going to give you the utmost confidence for the Wales game since we've concluded that you know it's going to be the Wales game it's for me it's going to be if if our tactical if our ta- if our tactical kicking is on point that's that's going to be a big thing um and if our defense especially on 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 the outside channels i look at the five meter channel and to, like on the way that the springboks defend because they have a very they have a banana shaped defense uh, defense whereby the winger shoots up and closes down the 13 and stuff like that so they they try and and compress your attack instead of making the field wide you know okay. so if if that is and and Japan, japanese wingers are have been very dangerous this world cup katari motoshima has got five tries in the world cup so for you know um what's this um i forgot the other winger but i think he's got three or four you know um so their wingers are, are actually their strike rate is actually very good and they've been doing well so far you know so that they defense out wide and that that, that defensive system being on point and the tactical get kicking being on point is probably going to convince me as to if they will be able to beat wales the following week personally final conclusion uh All right, so I will. Uh, my prediction is the favorites for this World Cup is the winner of New Zealand versus Ireland. That's who I expect oh, no. to win, in my opinion. Favorites of this World Cup is the winner of the semi-final England. between England and New Zealand. In terms of how you've predicted, winner. I think the favorites of the World Cup are the winner of semi-final one. The England. That's an easy thing to say. They're in the final after that. No, but that's the thing. thing he's is, saying that he's saying that side no, 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 of the parts is stronger than. It's stronger than this side. You oh, look at the oh, team, okay. man for man. They are the like New Zealand and England are the two best teams in the World Cup in terms of performance, in terms of man for man, and and rankings in terms of like in terms of gameplay, tactics from the coaches and every you put everything together. They are the two best teams in the World Cup, right? Um, and they're in the same side of the draw, basically. And the other side is 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 is, is less weak. I mean, it is strong. Wales is a very good team. South Africa is a very good team. Japan is a very good team. And um, so, so basically, we're the Croatia of this World Cup. Yeah. 
And if we make it, if we make it, because Wales can get through. Me, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, yeah. At this moment, at this moment anyone, 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 of, yeah. anyone of that four between France, Wales, South Africa, and Japan can make that final. And I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. not going to put my money on any of them making yeah. that final. Yeah. At this moment, I can't put my money on. If I do put my money on any of them making the final, that's me. That's my bias side speaking. Yeah. That's my rugby knowledge being sensible, being true to myself and being true to my opinion. And what is the bias that you say? Bias to me. Bias to me says South Africa's going to make us the World Cup. Fine. Yeah. I, I I actually said to one of my friends that um the the World Cup's going to be a, the the World Cup final is going to be the 2007 World Cup final, England South Africa. That's what wow, that's that's a brave choice. It's very possible. That's very possible. Yeah. Because I put 95, New Zealand, South, South Africa. Africa. Yeah. It's very much possible because I I do see that England's I do see that England side beating beating New Zealand if they make it through or Ireland make whoever makes it through. Um, more likely New Zealand. I do really see them like giving them a run for their life. You know, like. It's, it's it's also one way, like I would, uh, like I'm coming in my pants because of the matchups. The tissues are out. <laughs> tissues are out. Lotion is dead size. <laughs> For those of you who can't see, Sandizo has his pants down, and we're all very uncomfortable. Yeah, and all his high school rugby jerseys were laid out. <laughs> <laughs> but literally, the matchups, even even the coaches, and, and that's something that's that's going to be interesting leading up to this week. Um, the, the 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 war the war of words between the coaches, especially in the semi-finals, because you look at um, you look at look at Eddie Jones versus Michael Checker. They big people in terms of media who speak a lot, yeah, who chirp a lot, and who put a, who put a lot of pressure on on the on the refs and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I mean, they throw things in the air like, um, um, you know, the, the straight like Eddie Jones would be like, well, the Australian side falls over their feet whenever they fail, whenever they they, they contest the ball and stuff like that. Mm. That's that's tactically being like that's tactically putting it in the mind of the referee. Yeah, of that's the referee. Must that. that's, you must yeah. watch that. Yeah. that. You must watch that. You And Eddie Jones, it was as Michael Chick been doing the same thing and Joe Schmidt is going to be doing the same thing against Australia, against New Zealand and um, so will Steve Hansen against Ireland yeah. you know, it's gonna, that's going to be another another thing to to, to watch um, and, 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 and see throughout the week you know building up to the quarterfinals of next week you know it's the same thing that Mzwandi Listics did on our opener against um, New Zealand yeah he said um, the officiating is going to play a major role yep yeah. and actually deciding who the winner is and but by him tossing that dice it didn't land in his favor because honestly he basically in a way subliminally he tuned the ref and the ref was like okay is this how you're gonna handle it and like keep in mind with that french ref he's refed nine of our games we won two yeah, he's raced nine of our games. Wait, one, two. So rugby has does rugby have super managers and well-known refs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Riffs are yeah. <laughs> Nigel Owens. <laughs> you think like Nigel Owens, Romain Port, um, who else? Your bad. Jerome Garcia's. Um, Your bad as well. Yeah, we, we, your bad. Your bad is uh, he's, he's, a, he's a South African ref. Oh yeah, there's the South African guy. Um, who else? There's Rasta. Like, 
Super managers, man, like characters, like you spoke about Eddie yeah, Jones. Yeah, characters, Eddie, Eddie Jones, Jones, Steve Hansen, yeah. um, this Michael Checker as well as a character yeah. in his own. Way. Jake White as well, he's yeah. in. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's proper, it's proper, yeah. yeah but it's only like only a handful. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's not like soccer. Because hey. I mean, in, in soccer, there's a bigger pool. Yeah, course, yeah. So mm. there's, there's more opportunities for more people to be able to showcase their. What's next one? That 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 that. Yeah. Next one agenda is. Let's is, put a is, on, um, yeah, Christian football. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm, next on the agenda is is typhoon. Uh, on a happier time. Well, there's not there's not there's not much to add on it because we like yeah, we spoke about the whole thing. Yeah. I want to ask you guys. I mean, so looking at the World Cup, like a couple of games were cancelled because of fears of the typhoon, and rightfully so. But do you guys think that? Rugby, rugby World Cup, World Rugby and RRB should have done better in terms of contingency plans against like natural disasters such as um, such as the typhoon. I mean, when you stage a World Cup in Japan, typhoon is kind of one of the things you and have it, to. Yeah, and it is typhoon season. I was yeah, about to say is. they've got a thing called typhoon season. Like, Once you have a name that's catchy. It's there's a problem. Like once you have a name for something <laughs> that like that that's catchy, there's a problem. Yeah. So it's like, oh, typhoons in Japan. Who would have thought, yeah. fam? So, <laughs> like, like my whole thing is that it's like the, these people. So what? Okay, what does it? So we know that they knew and they carried on. Yeah. I cool. mean, they didn't know it was gonna come, and they didn't know when it was gonna but, come. And they knew there's a possibility. Yeah, yeah. So what does so what does a contingency plan look like? I don't know. Like I'm, I'm just tossing a question up in the air. You know. I think, I think one of the con, contingencies. Contingency. <laughs> so Sorry. It's a tongue twister. How was English is not with me. But anyways, yeah. I think, um, I think it would have been a thing of telling if, Mr. Chill because, because, because the country is so big. Yeah, so yeah. I think it, it was going to be a thing of if it happens this side, we'll move the players this side. Oh. But they didn't. They didn't understand that the climate is different as well. So like, imagine coming from another an, another country. You come here in Johannesburg. You play. You, you play. You play in Johannesburg, right? And then Johannesburg, for some reason, gets a, a, a cyclone, right? Yeah. Now they can't move us to Durban because Durban is humid. But it's like okay. So, were they saying, okay, these guys have acclimatized to whatever city this mm, is? Mm, this mm. game can't be played anywhere else. No, I don't think it's that. I no, think, I think it's even. I think, I, I, think it was de- I think it was generally dangerous throughout the country because, as much as the typhoon didn't actually hit in a certain city, like there's there's like fringes of it. Yeah, it's around it as well. That are around it. You endanger the uh, the civilians as well. You endanger the civilians. Plus, moving a game is not as easy as it sounds because yeah, 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 it's been planned yeah, years in advance certain places are prepared on certain days yeah. so yeah it would have been different the floor of the hotel for the players and that just leaves a whole lot of room for you know things that could go wrong because I was watching earlier on I was on YouTube and I was watching uh, this documentary and well it's a, it's a, I think it's a six part series about behind Barcelona and this uh, oh, so you're watching Barcelona eh? Fair. 
You know watching for United you know watching United stand. I do not. I'm one of those niggas who didn't run. I don't hide. We understand if you don't. It's about that time. <laughs> Pray for a United fan, guys. <laughs> niggas really talking like they don't Look, we'll get there. <laughs> we'll, nah, get we'll get there. 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 We'll And then they're like the nutritional requirements and all of, literally every player gets their own personalized lunch pack. So it's like the the logistics of of these games it's a, it's a lot though. So yeah. yeah no no I mean that's fair. I, I personally I feel like Because I don't know, man. Like it's, once it's, they it's, decided it's, to host it in Japan, it was I, I it was late. I think it was. No, I don't think it was late. I think I think they could have done better, in in my view, in terms of making contingency plans around it. I, I mean, I I just found it I just found it sad for the teams that weren't able to 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 play. Because like, I mean, I look at I look at the New Ze- like I look at the New Zealand Italy game and something that um Italy kept Italy Italian captain Sergio Perisi said, and he was like if. Um, which which I think is true. He was like, if um New Zealand needed four or five points from our game, something was going to be done mm. around that. You know, some something oh, was yeah, going to be done yeah, around yeah, that yeah, to yeah. make sure that they get the opportunity to get as many like the points that they need to get. Or whatever, all the games and stuff that like were cancelled didn't really. Like I mean, they were they, they were dead rubber. But like I mean, you look at you look at the teams themselves. Like you had some players who who had who probably. Planned a farewell game, like a farewell, the farewell bar, a bow out. I mean, there's there's an Italian player who's who I think um I think he he had I think it was like it was specifically planned that he was going to play for only the first 20 minutes of the New Zealand Italy game, and then he was going to be subbed off as his way of bowing out of international rugby and I think rugby as a whole. You look at can the can the Canada versus Nam was it Canada versus Namibia game also called off. That was a uh, in in their own way that was a big game for the teams themselves to yeah, see where yeah. they are against people teams that are within, a w. Yeah, yeah, with teams against within their own bracket. It might have not been important to the tournament as, yeah, a, whole, as a whole, but to the, but to the teams the, themselves, yeah. it, it probably was special and. I I just find I just found it sad how some of those teams weren't able to to play those final games. Some of those players weren't able to play those final games and stuff like that. You know, it's that Japanese money, bro. <laughs> they, they got sent. What happened? It happened to Senegal, right? They got kicked out of last year in the World Cup. They got kicked out of the group for yellow cards. But then that, that, it it can fall on it can fall on who, like the axe can fall on you because like it's not like we're not we're not gonna act as if police brutality is not a real thing. So uh, it's not far fetched to say a black player would get more yellow cards because their playing style seems more aggressive to the referees. Yeah. You know because they see more aggressive. Like it's not far fetched to say that rule is is kind of bullshit. Mm, yeah. yeah. 
Um, I, yeah, mean, I, mean, yeah. I mean, talking about the typhoon, I'd like to get into Formula One. Yeah, and I, was how about, I was about to split, split into that segue, you know? <laughs> you, it's, you our can, it's our time. You niggas can step out. <laughs> Give me some juice, bro. Give me some juice. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the typhoon. Only on the wheel, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the typhoon did. <laughs> The typhoon did affect, um, did affect qualify, or oh, it affected Saturday's proceedings. Yeah. So, um, to explain to the viewer quickly, a racing weekend happens like this. Um, it goes, it goes from Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, right? So on Friday they've got two free practice sessions, which are an hour and thirty minutes each. Yes, right? I think uh, practice two is shorter than practice one. I'm not sure by I how. Think, I think they're the same time, aren't they? Are they? Uh, I think I run about the same time, or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, they've got free practice one, free practice two on the same day. So that's basically them finding like finding the right set that they use it to find the right settings on the car try yeah. to test the tire how the, the driver tire, gets accustomed to the track to the track uh, and stuff like it's it's practicing basically practicing on the track I, yeah um is it do they also like run times so we can see yeah yeah no, they, they run times position yeah, yeah no, man, not, they do run, they run times the, but it's not it's not pole. for pole yet pole. yeah but they do run times i mean they are so pole. like for example they might run times with a car full of fuel to yeah, see how to see how the race conditions are because when you race during the race the cars fall of fuel instead of when you have low fuel in, in in when you're qualifying you know yeah so they simulate they have different simulations right and then um on the saturday, saturday. Is, is is free practice three and qualifying right so free free practice three is about an hour i know yeah. that one is shorter yeah, than, than, the, the, than the other ones that's an hour and then qualifying is is about an hour but it's breaking down into three stages you know so the typhoon affected the saturday's proceedings um free practice free practice three was cancelled yeah and then qualifying because qualifying has to happen was moved to sunday morning you know was yeah the sunday yes. morning also there yeah there yeah i mean time zones you know so um yeah you you wanted to carry on that yeah so the thing about how practice one and two had like it had minimal like it didn't give the teams a lot of knowledge because first of all the conditions were completely different on the day yes on the day compared to the race day day. yeah yeah conditions on friday and conditions on sunday were were different so basically they learned almost nothing there's obviously valuable information but they learned almost nothing they didn't know what maybe this tire setup can do yeah i mean a, a lot of the teams were like were reluctant using the hard time the hard time because they had no knowledge of how quick it was and how it actually how long it lost how long it lost and the pace with it and stuff like that which was probably going to be useful information which like they would have used through free practice three unfortunately so yeah. i think the typhoon i'm not sure how would it would have affected the weekend but it certainly had a big effect probably with red bull because red bull were nowhere to be seen Yo. again <laughs> Yo, fam. and red, no and red bull was supposed race. to be strong this weekend their engine producer is honda they were in japan so it's, it's their home race basically it's and their they, home pre- race. they prepared for that they even had they had a special fuel of special fuel um upgrade that they brought to to the track something that was planned long ago they even had a japanese driver drive uh a toro rosso which is like uh Sister company, sister company of, of of Red Bull to drive for one of the practices because like he's probably seen as like Jap- Japan's best shot of having a, another Japanese driver back yeah. in Formula One. So he was in free practice and everything, driving the car and all of that. Probably a bad idea since 
there was i mean it was I, minimal I think, time to drive I think, I think i think it wasn't really a bad idea because that 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 japanese um that japanese driver jumping in in pierre gasly's seat was something that was planned long yeah, it was planned long was planned ago long i think before. it was a pr more yeah it was PR. it was also a pr thing so for them to be like nah they they like it's it's it was tough on them because the typhoon the saturday was only cancelled friday morning yeah on just before free practice one started so they wouldn't have known so they couldn't have told the guy i'm yeah, sorry you came yeah. but you know you gotta hit the breeze bro it was it, for me it was it was a it was a very good weekend i think qualifying was I was think, very interesting you know i want qualifying and race day to happen on the same day i was about to say i was it's about more, it, it, it was it was so nice it's more it. the gate the the race is more interesting that way because I feel like the teams have less time to prepare. It's more closely. Yeah, there's there's, there's less there's, no- there's knowledge. knowledge that the strategy is is like there's less time to be able to pull strategy so that that goes up in the air. Like things can go left, right, up, down, whatever. Yeah. Which which is what was which is what I was seeing today with Lewis Hamilton, for instance. Um, it was it was so it was so interesting. I think that's something for what's this F1 FIA have to like it's yeah. something they can look. They for. can think. But of. I mean, you also look at it's it also comes at a disadvantage because i mean you think about the rate that the driver themselves what they have to go through yeah the physical um, strain the there. physical strains the mental strains on on having to qualify in the morning and plus the, the engi- engineers like and robert computers engineer yeah. they really had to like rebuild rebuild a car in four it was, hours it was, it was three it was three hours three hours it was, yeah. it was like three hours they had to rebuild because that's another thing like if you have someone who crashes out in qualifying especially which was um which, which was lucky for robert kubica uh, kubica because that was early in in, in q1 yeah right imagine if a crash had happened in q3, q3. he wouldn't have made the race later. like it would have been touch and go for them to making the race and big up to big up to those williams mechanics to be able to like i mean to that's the only thing they've done right in five no, 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 years no no even 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 the pit stops the pit stops oh, they have quick pit stops, <laughs> hey, pit stops but are, they have are, they are consistently have the slowest car since when did they drop mercedes not didn't drop mercedes and engines but uh since bottas left yeah since bottas left so that's like 2017 because bottas they've had yeah, the worst car like they've had a car that's been consistently four seconds slower than any other car yeah it's it's it's, it's pretty tough on them you know um a low budget they, team they, yeah they're a low budget team they, they're going through admin stuff and stuff like that you know um so it's, it's it's not easy but it's can i say something like a little yeah yeah okay, go ahead go ahead yo lewis hamilton is the bitchiest driver boy, in the world boy, that boy, nigga bitches boy. more than anyone more than veto more than leclerc more than verstappen he bitches. He yes, yes. He has the right to. I think he has the right to. You know why? You DM one slay queen, and this is what South African niggas no, do. Man, no, 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 no. I think he has the right to. You know why? He's the only black racer. Yeah. I mean, the no, 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 but that doesn't mean he has to be bitchy. Like, it doesn't mean he has to be bitchy. The way he talks to his engineers, it's Ooh. like remember, any other driver um, would never get away with exactly, that. You remember, um, hungry. No, it's it's it's. He questions. He questions a lot of the strategy. And like he always he's, wins. He's, That's he's the very, thing. He's very hard on on. No, but the thing is, I. I like it because I like he's that competitive. He has, fight. he has fight. Like he wants to win. He wants to win every race. He wants to be first in every quality, get every pole, get win every race, which is fair. 
But like, but I mean, he takes it. He far. takes it. I think he takes it just a bit over the edge. Yeah, the, I like I mean, I mean, like for instance, you, you, um, what's this? In, 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 in Hungary, for instance, he, the tire strategy that he went on was against him in the beginning because I think he stayed, oh he stayed, my God, he stayed he out longer. Oh my God, Yeah, he stayed out longer than, um, oh, what did you guys pick me? Why? I think it was Verstappen. It was Verstappen. I think he stayed Verstappen out, out, he stayed out, yeah, because he stayed out longer than Verstappen. So his tires were worse than Verstappen, right? And Verstappen was able to, to gain on him on a fresher tire basically no to close the gap on him on a fresher tire wasn't the thing um Verstappen was going for a An longer undercut. A, no no a, a longer, longer tire oh it was it was Vettel then Yes, it, was, it was it was Vettel or it was Vettel who was behind Hamilton and because that was the, that, that's when was his, I think Ferrari went for the undercut yeah and then was his, Lewis Hamilton stayed out yes and then they stayed him out longer than what he could have um was his tried like he could have um, was his tried to 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 to, to neglect to, to to counter that 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 um was his, the, the undercut the cut, yeah but the Ferrari tire was just too quick you know? yeah and then um so he had to stay out longer than what he had to so Ferrari gained on him so when he had a pit stop he had he had a, like he had lots of time to gain like to uh, what's this to 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 get to the next to the to to, to pass the next person so like while while he was um what's this while he was still on his old tire was like on the radio guys why did you put me on the strategy like this is really ridiculous like why couldn't like, i really go stupid. in but this, this is, is really stupid some things like that like that's to a team like, that's one six constructors five then but now now six now six, six, now six world championships because it's either going to go to and the way he complains it's like this is the worst team like i understand having fight but yo that it's nigga it's bitches a it's a lot that nigga bitches all the time i mean like, now that you like the fact that you mentioned that the, the six the six world the, the six championships are big absolute total wolf my g yeah that guy that guy and is, he's always he's overly a, ridiculed he is a team principal for the fact that he's like i mean this is the first time in formula one history that a team has won both double, basically. and 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 drivers uh, championships for six years in a row. Ferrari hasn't done it. McLaren hasn't done it. Williams didn't do it. Williams didn't do it. No other team has done it besides Mercedes, and they've done it with Total Wolf at the helm. At the helm. I mean, like a, a big like I, I respect. I respect. I respect Hamilton a lot for his for his five world championships. Yeah, and he's probably gonna get a sixth one. Um, with with, with probably this in year. America or Mexico. Yeah, within the next two races. But Total Wolf is the actual guy. He is the man behind. He's the consistently man had the best teams. car for six years. Yeah, I mean, Mercedes has dominated the turbo hybrid area, yeah. and it's 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 ridiculous to actually think like to when you think about it yeah. of how they've dominated. It's, it's 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 a lot. Who I have a question. Who do you think is going to be Ferrari's number one driver next season? Because Vettel's making a comeback. It's it's it's, it's going to be Vettel. He's making a come. I think it's going to be Leclerc. It's going to be Vettel. I think it might start to be start as Vettel, but then at the first turn of trouble, they're going to make it Leclerc. No, they won't. The thing is, they won't they won't change it in season. That's that's the thing. They won't change it in season. And the fact that Vettel is coming back now, I mean, Singapore was a big. Big victory yeah, for him. It was huge. A huge victory. I for mean, his Leclerc confidence. was mad, but he was mad. But I mean, yeah, I mean, for his confidence, for his drive, and I feel like had he had had he had won Canada, 
he would have been a much different driver. The thing with Vettel, he makes too many mistakes. He does, and and I mean, I think and he's, the, he's just at a low point in his career at the moment. And it's, the thing is, from 2017 to 20, I on I disagree with you. I think they're going to give Leclerc a go. Nah, they won't. I think they're going to give Leclerc. I mean, Leclerc, Leclerc has done fucking well. I'm not going to lie. Since since the summer break, he like. Spa, um, he's consistently unqualified. Yeah, no, but I mean, he, it was his Vettel that unqualify him today. I mean, over oh, the yeah. course of the season. Over the course of the season, because I mean, he's he's unqualified him nine times. I think something like that. Yeah. Something along those lines. So Leclerc has been Leclerc. I think was. I'm surprised. I'm not gonna lie. He's he's paid. Yeah, he was supposed to be the B driver. Like he, he was way, supposed to be his bottom. The way the way the way he's he's driving that Ferrari car, it is so beautiful to watch. It is so majestic, and it's so, like he's got that freshness in him that Vettel doesn't have. That youthness, that um, I don't care type of mentality. Yeah, that that Verstappenness. That, that Verstappenness. Yeah. That that he goes for it. I mean, he takes he takes that half that that half gap. He will he will he will go for it. I fucking love it. But. <laughs> How long do you think Verstappen can take being at Red Bull? Um, I think I think he's probably gonna leave at 20, 20 before the twenty twenty one season. Because I think that's, he's, that's too he's, to he's too good to not be too good, challenging. Yeah, he's too good for for that Red Bull team, and that Red Bull car is not competitive enough throughout an entire season for 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 Verstappen. Because the Honda engine was supposed to change everything. It was supposed to change everything, but it hasn't. I mean, you looked at you look at. It's nowhere near as good enough as the Ferrari engine or the Mercedes engine. And, Red Bull and, and they don't have enough downforce to be able to to compete against 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 a, a Mercedes. And now that what's this, now that um now that Ferrari has come through with that with 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 um what's this, with with those upgrades in Singapore that have improved their downforce. Yeah. That just pulls them further back. Yeah. I've, Ferrari has surprised me because I thought. They were gonna whimper to the end of the season. Same. Uh, I thought it was gonna be so sad. I thought, I honestly thought Red Bull was gonna be the closest challenger. But after the summer break, Ferrari came through. For me, I think the pivotal, the pivotal point in Ferrari's seasons, especially before the summer, was was that Canada win. If Vettel had got, actually, it's 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 two things. It's it's Leclerc. It's Leclerc getting um. Getting mechanical issues in Bahrain, and then um, and Azerbaijan then, didn't he crash into the wall when he had a certain pole? He was dominating throughout the weekend. Yes, now I think Azerbaijan was a bit no 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 for Azerbaijan for Mercedes were, were through and through on that one. They were they were dominating. It's 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 it's, it's Bahrain when he was leading, and then he had mechanical issues, yeah. and then Vettel Vettel spun spun when he the made thing contact is, with Ferrari. Vettel. Also consistently making mistakes. They've been making mistakes since Alonso, and yeah. they've carried that through. Yeah, it's, and it's, Mercedes have been work, workhorses. They've been stereotypically been, German. They've exactly. been consistent. They've been they've been, they've been on clinical. Point. Everything has been perfect from, from from Mercedes. Like today, Vettel's start was just that's amateurish again from Sebastian. <laughs> I don't know how you think he can leave this Ferrari. But like, I mean, I'm honest. But honestly, you look at you look at Mercedes race pace today. In, in, no, they were gonna win. They it. They were gonna win it, despite despite um despite that start. That but it would have been nice to see. It would have been. It would have been nice to see a, a better challenge because Bottas's car was just. Bottas was king this week. Was I honestly, I thought Orkin should have got his seat. 
but this weekend just Bottas, that Bottas deserved to get that contract yeah. until is it for next year is yes, it only just for next year. year yeah he's only on a yearly, yearly yeah contract. there's no way he's gonna get a two-year contract <laughs> no it's tough it's, that, 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 that environment is tough um for me i'd also have to 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 to, to give a big shout out to mclaren yeah i honestly feel for rest. fernando alonso he they left the at the wrong at, time is it really the wrong time though? i mean you guys are really gonna get into a deep dive. <laughs> 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 nigga, where's my juice, dog? Dog, this is the first time I'm actually being able to talk about Formula One yeah, in sit your ass down, dog. on this okay, podcast. Nah, fuck this shit, dog. I'm thinking now, I'm like, I'm gonna have to watch Formula One. I have to watch Formula One now. Because I hear guys talking about, hey, downforce. Uh, I'm gonna tell this guy, like, hey, it's true. It's, it's, it's nice, boy. It's, it's, it's really nice, nice to watch. What's so nice about cars going on the second time? It's really nice. It's not, a, it's not like NASCAR. It's, it's not like NASCAR. Like I said, it's really intricate. It's really nice. It's nice to see the overtaking maneuvers. It's nice to hear about the technical shit. The, the, the overtaking, the undercuts, things like that. Downforce. So it's not NASCAR. Yeah, basically. I, I won't lie. It's yeah. rich. It's richish. It's, it's yeah, it's more rich. It's yeah. less redneck than NASCAR. <laughs> All I'm gonna say is Fernando Alonso is the most uh, unluckiest guy in terms of picking teams. He always leaves at, at the, the wrong, wrong time. time. And I feel like Fernando Alonso is the only person who would have been on par with Lewis Hamilton. I'm gonna say it. Straight. Nah. I honestly think Look how close yeah. he was the only person close to beating I would I would I would Vettel say, at Red Bull would, and he only lost because of would, Ferrari's incompetence. I would say I would say I would say um if first of all if Max was in a better car, he would be he would be competing with, with Yes, with yes. Red Bull. And if if Nico had stayed in the sport, he uh, yes. would definitely be competing with Hamilton would not have five five championships right now. At dead ass. I mean Bottas that's the thing, for the past two years besides this year, Bottas has been clearly a second driver. Yeah. He's been the be the, the second he's, driver. He's, I mean this year he's improved like immensely. But an improvement or not a good performance. That's the thing. It's it hasn't been consistent enough. And that's the thing with with Lewis Hamilton. He's so consistent and it like he's so good. That's what like I mean, you know you're not you're not world champion by mistake. You're not five time world six, champion. Six probably six. So you're not five time world champion by mistake and not being consistently good at what you do now coming into six. You know, he's gonna he's, he's gonna get eight by the end of his career. I don't know if he's gonna stay after twenty twenty one. I really don't. He's not that old, though. He's not that old. Because he's like what, thirty-four? Yeah, but you see how Hamilton's into fashion. He likes. He's been dabbling into but, music. But that's, and then the fear of going into twenty twenty-one. It, it it might change. It might change things for Mercedes. Exactly. It's it's, it's a new era. And he's been talking about been going to Ferrari. Have you heard him like one day I'd like to drive for Ferrari? I mean, everyone is like. I, I don't think there's any driver in anyone who makes. Anyone who makes Formula One who wouldn't want to drive for Ferrari. So I can see 2021. I can see a switch around. I can see it. I I don't. I don't. Because I feel. I think. I think the fact. Like I mean, I think Ferrari may look at a Max before they look at 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 Lewis. For me, to be honest, I would prefer them to look at Max to replace uh, to replace uh, Seb. Yeah, the thing is, Leclerc and Max. Think think about it. That Leclerc and Max in the same car. That's gonna be more destructive. It's like that time Lewis and Alonso were teammates and they lost 
to massa because yeah. they crashed each other out yeah i mean but that's, that's the thing you want that competition within your team because yeah. if you have that competition within your it's team it's like that nico you have, you hamilton have, yeah you have a better chance of winning the, the constructors drive the constructors championship and but remember just, what happened to mercedes in spain and how furious total wolf was i think that's why he picked bottas i think yeah. that's why he picked bottas because yeah. he yeah. knew I'm not going to deal with Nico and Hamilton yeah. for another season. No, but no, Nico retired. Yeah, Nico retired. I mean like a, someone oh, on yeah. the caliber. Oh yeah, like, yeah, in terms of who was who was on who was perspective. Okay, I can see these niggas yeah, physically yeah, yeah. aging. Let's, let's, let's move let's move on from I can from, uh, I can see them getting old. <laughs> this guy has crow feet. Yeah, now we're done with Formula 1. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not going to lie, Jet. I'm I, I fucking enjoy that chat. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. I was growing a 20 year old on my dick. <laughs> That's how old I was getting. <laughs> fucking out though. Like Formula Hold 1 is away. such an interesting sport. It is so fucking nice. It's it's, it's it's so fucking good though. Like it's 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 enjoyable. It's it's interesting. I'm still watching it though because really, really yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we can watch it. We can watch it and then I can fill you in on oh, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, like yeah, it's, it's down. Down. Formula <laughs> One is is a sport for people with cars, dog. Young Shabby. Money, money, like oh. And oh, it's like it's the nigga who went to Qatar. There's a school trip. We can neither confirm it. Neither. Hold up. How is it was a school trip a save, nigga? We went to the zoo. Nigga, they bought us Trump at our school. To be honest, to be honest, the reason why I know how the you know, the airport is so, so technological is because I spent four hours there connecting. Oh. oh. <laughs> oh, oh wow. So it was all wow. a lie. It wasn't oh. a lie. It wasn't a lie. <laughs> this is his private plane, bro. He's been yeah. flying commercial this whole time. No, I'll get, I'll get you. Nigga, you've been to the Qatar airport. I've like. <laughs> been to Qatar. I went out the airport. <laughs> nah, my, 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 I'll get you. I'll get you on Formula One. I'll get you on Formula One. But it's late starting now because, like, in Europe, kids start karting at like age four, well, age five. That's when they start karting. So, yeah, my need to. I think Hamilton's the only broke. Not broke. He didn't come from a wealthy family. Yeah, but he's he probably, got yeah. back by McLaren. Yeah, really early. Oh, he got messy. Yeah, 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 yeah. He got he messy. He spoke around the Daily Show not so long. Mm. Yeah. So let's move on to um, football. We might as well move on to football. There's a beautiful um, segue of it. You know, remember when I said I had a 20 year old on my dick? And then I was like, whoa, is that the correct thing to say given the climate right now? So I didn't get the full story, right? But apparently, um, <laughs> DJ Dilla's son had a girlfriend. Yo, now wait! is leadership! Ow! Oh, Kune is leadership! Wait, wait, wait. Before, I, before you carry on. Can we say this? Can I just, sure. just, just put something on the record? Yeah. I, I don't know the sound, so you guys can relax. <laughs> I don't know, but like... I started following this hunt last year when I was still in high school. So I started following this hunt like back then. Cool. Yeah. And then I'd see I'll see on this hunt status like you you know Gold Max? Destruction Boys? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. This nigga would visit this hunt at home. At home? Where does she live? Here in Johannesburg somewhere. Oh, okay. So then so then the So Tira's kids Tira's family lives in Joburg. No no no. Uh, uh, yeah, Tira has a home here and a home a, a home in, uh, in Durban. Okay. Still have a Durban and Dude, so then 
I, I, I would see this guy coming to this hunt place and everything. Now I'm thinking, nah, she, she's probably a fan. I, I see this thing is on the regular. Ah, then I make me a mind my own. So when this whole thing came out, dude, when this the whole thing came out, I was like, ha! I'm not surprised. I have to say that nothing has been reported to happen. Like it was just. All I'm gonna say is. Can I can I can I can I play devil's advocate just for a second? Do it, my nigga. No, 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 devil, the devil's advocate. Kuni didn't do anything wrong. He did. She's 18. She's off consent. What's wrong? He didn't. I know the. What's wrong? He's, what's wrong? Legally, there's nothing wrong. Ethically, there's something wrong. Ethically, there's something wrong. Legally, there's nothing wrong. Look, look. So she's gonna say when we inspect the discourse that informs our norms as a society. I was activated. Nigga, I just grew a fucking afro. I mean, you just turned into John Legend right now. <laughs> Dog, I literally just grew a dashiki. <laughs> but no, I mean, okay, this is, I, I guess the, the issue then, okay, let's get the jokes out of the way. I saw a video of the young nigga driving to Kuna's estate, bumping some sad emo music. My thing is, who are you going to fetch? Are you going to fetch the grown man? <laughs> Bro, if this nigga could beat... DNA. This nigga literally convinced us he's 32 years old. He is out. He is out here. Kune. I don't know about that. I don't know if he's 47. But he's been aging. If this nigga could beat the defenses of Mini Jamine, he's going to beat the brakes off that kid. Exactly, boy. So I hope that nigga works. Yeah, I'm saying. Like he's going to beat the out of that kid. But like, yeah, okay. On some, uh, not, even, not, not even on some serious shit. Like, yeah, okay, you guys want to skip past it? Nah, we're not gonna address it. I get what you're saying. That Jesus. it's kind of <laughs> nah. Can I just admit? Can I just admit? For me and my heroes, it's been a lot, dog. Chris <laughs> <laughs> Brown, Ronaldo, Chris Ronaldo. Bill Cosby was your comedy idol. <laughs> nah, 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 don't put that on me. I don't. Nah, yeah. Not even, not even on some. Stand on Kelly. Yeah, you see, it's been yo, bro. So it's like, you know, we made we. I remember us talking about this. We were like, yeah. we're not gonna shy away from issues. So a quick breeze through. Sure, no problem, no problem. You think? Okay, I, I guess the general consensus is that legally he's not wrong. I guess not wrong. I, guess, I already get the direction you're going for. Legally, I mean, I have. I'm creating content. Yeah, yeah. So legally, it's not wrong. So it it then becomes a thing of it becomes a is it moral? It's a moral or a moral social social concept. social yeah. Con- yeah. like yeah. that type of that type of thing where it's like, hey dog. So you waited, huh? You have been scouting. Because like, you're not going to tell me this nigga hasn't been scouting. Like, as soon as she turned 18, my man was there. Like, In them DMs. Like, Slide. So it's like, I don't... Hey. Plus, guys, this hun is facing exams. So maybe she's trying to de-stress. I mean, it's... Mm, I mean, yeah, shout out to exam, Exams are starting in like two weeks. I mean, so all I'm saying is, whatever the age of consent is, Whenever someone starts dating them, it's gonna look suspect. Yeah, it's gonna look suspect. Yeah. Whatever it is, whether it's, 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 it's a bit, especially when there's a big age gap. Yeah, yeah when there's a big age gap, yeah. You have to look like Tiger. Like that's literally what Tiger did. Oh, tiger, he, not yeah, Tiger. Woods, oh, sorry. I mean, I don't know what he was a sex addict. Tiger was sleeping with a lot of women while his marriage. But he was sleeping with Kylie, and Kylie was like. We are blurring these lines. No, not not Tiger Woods. My nigga, Tiger Woods. 
<laughs> but guys, going back to football. Guys, let's go back to football, actually. Nah, I would just want to come up with a solution. I'm just going to finish it off by saying whatever the age of consent is, whether it's 18, 19, or 20, uh, it's always going to be suspect when an older person dates someone at the exact age of consent. Yeah, yeah. you really went and fished the board at the board of Calgary. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's... Like, who, I mean, this is, it's, it's just weird. It's, it's really weird, but there's nothing wrong. It's weird. I mean, it's indicative of the person you are, I guess, because it's like, yeah. how are you having legit conversation? But it could have... At the same time, we don't know. It could have been like coincidental. It's not like he yeah, was. That, it's not like he might have been looking outside of high school, like, mm, who's wearing a metric jacket this year? Yeah, but. Kuhn is gonna get his gloves on this. <laughs> Bro, niggas are like, this nigga's catching everything in the 18 area. Yeah, let's say that. But like, okay, what I will say about this, lad, is. Every you know, every time there's outrage in South Africa, I think it informs us of the thing that we're outraged about maybe is the microcosm of what's happening in SA as a whole. Yeah. Mm. So I think we'd admit that in our communities, older men, you know, being with you know the, like all the uh, the culture of uh, of young men attaining success and money and then going back to women that are, that are younger than the and group prying, prying on the, like uh, yeah maybe not praying but like you know. Being with women that are younger than the age group they're in, it's a trend that we've we're seeing a lot in our, in our society, and maybe it's something that we need to address. And and is is it predatory? Is Wait, it just the culture of life? Is it is, is it, it really something that we have to address? Because I mean, we look at the older generations, we look at our parents, yeah. the age group between your your mom and dad. Is it it's, it, is okay. it really predatory? Yeah. Because back in the day, it probably wasn't really as 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 as, as a bad thing. Because like I mean. Once you turn 18, I mean, for instance, I, I would predict, but in the Zulu culture, yeah. once after you, you can marry off, or that's yeah, when yeah, you yeah. usually married off. I think they send you off yeah. to, to a husband, the into the world, and you you get a husband, but I mean, most of the time, the husband that you get is someone who's 26, 27, someone yeah. who's, who's at a stage in their life, who's when, get, they're when they're supposed to marry, so is it really such a bad thing? Maybe, it's, it depends on how you look at it, but I think we can't fall into the trap of like yeah the, the thing of okay something is correct because it was normalized by tradition a lot of times those arrangements were just that arrangement so you'd get this guy who's lived life and he's 30 he's coming back and he gets an 18 year old wife and that marriage lasted because of forces like because of forces like it's difficult to leave a marriage so we then create the image in our heads of okay it's you know it helped with our grandparents it succeeded maybe after 30 years of marriage those people grew to love each other but we can't now mask that and say the conditions that led to that marriage were, were perfect so there's it's it's a it's a we're teetering on the line it's a slippery slope but yeah let me get the world cap off one thing one thing i hate about social media is that there's no gray line it's either yeah, black yeah, or white there's no may if spots or maybes there's always definite yeah true. yeah it's either it's completely right or it's completely wrong. Yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember someone, yeah. I remember someone like trying to defend Kune in a logical manner. Someone said, Kune and his pedophiles are coming to his 
it's a rescue yeah, and it's, it's worth like and then now you, it's, 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 you get and the connotations that come with those words and uh, the space of like, social media social media is a yeah it's an environment of no caution and just brass brassness you just go for it yeah where situations like this delicate situations need you know control and well thought out things so and i don't thought out conversation exactly yeah, so yeah. i hearing don't think both, hearing both sides of the stories and actually conversing within the actual I mean, situation not just concluding whatever whatever you see or whatever is of face value and taking it as it is this is an example would you feel comfortable asking the question that you asked online like, no no, no. Really, you know you'll get roasted you because know you'll be scared you you're scared of the outburst that's gonna come out your name. next thing you, you're trending next thing next thing you uh, oh look at your mcm yes look at your mcn you don't even have the range so i mean there's there's that but i think these are conversations that we need to have not now because i want to show on that part <laughs> do it actually i dare you i dare you this is okay let's let's let, uh, before we start let's have, it, let's, let's have it in a controlled environment like let's have it controlled okay. i mean pants are gonna fly shots are gonna fly uppercuts are gonna fly everything is gonna fly but let's have it let's 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 let's, okay, let's, let's, be, let's be let's be controlled about it let's be civilized about it just Cool. Okay. I just, wait, I just want to say, I, I just want to say something before we start on the Shall Helix Cup. Um, wait, 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 wait. lose today to Bluefontein Celtics? How, how, how can you? I have a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> hold up, hold up, hold up. No one actually cares. Yeah. Makufi is more of a party. Yeah, Makufi is just a party. It's a party, like a, bro. It's a retirement thing. Nigga, if you lose, <laughs> nigga, no one cares about losing. We won the Shell Helix against Pizza. Four nil, even four two. Four two. But hey, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. We are on top of the league, though. And you know what it is, no? Remember at the beginning of the season, I had no hope. I had no hope for Chiefs. And remember me saying I'm off Chiefs until January. Yeah. Granted, I'm still on that shit. I haven't. You haven't come back yet. It's been difficult because I've been seeing. It's scary because you've seen too much good. It's difficult. I'm seeing, but I'm not going to fall into the trap. Especially everything is falling apart. It's the only good thing that's happened in your life. So Saturday's hasn't started netting now. He has nothing to watch. So my thing is. Given the, the turnaround, all they did was bring in like a, a machine, um, a few players, ne? So, do you guys think PSL is a is an easy league to? Given how difficult we're seeing, Klopp took it took three years for him to build a team that could compete for the Barclays. Pip it took him some time to build a team that he could put his stamp okay, on. Season of the yeah. Given the quick turnaround for Chiefs, last season we was like disaster. We were you know, um, top eight. We were united we now. You mind, you mind. <laughs> but like, do you guys think? Um, <laughs> These shots are already coming. <laughs> do, you guys, do you guys think? Do you guys think it's a difficult task for a coach to come in and and in PSL no in PSL and rebuild? No, I no I I think you well, guys are being too hard. I think Sundowns is always there and it's not easy to talk about Sundowns was a team that rebuilt. Sundowns wasn't really. I mean, they, they were a team. They, they rebuilt after the Super Sport. Yeah, Dynasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I mean, look at we've seen waves. We've seen pirates ha, ha, dominate. We've seen Gavin Hunt, uh, Gavin Hunt's vids 
they had a run. Yeah, know, I was I was glad to be on campus with that shit. Except for when Steven Bruno missed a penalty. I mean, why did he come, bro? He played six games and retired. I mean, I think our school fees went to that nigga. I'm mad. I'm <laughs> pressed. I'm <laughs> pressed. Is it not judging what you're saying now? If you come from like a higher league, is it like you can do what you want? We we, we glorify the pre- actually the Premier League is the best league in the world. Yeah. So yeah. Like, if you come from the Premier League and come back, you're all gonna get a starting position. The yeah, and the only player who came and solidified that that whole notion was Benny McCarthy. Yeah. Benny came, Big and Mac fans, beefed up, double cheeked up on a Thursday, <laughs> and he came and he did, and he and he started for Pirates and he was dominating and he was scoring free kicks. Everyone else was kind of. I mean, it's quite obvious that the quality is not there, despite how much we invest into the sport. Should we really invest in it then? Yes. Uh, yeah, it's fun. You know, not it's take not... out all of those soccer fans and take them to rugby. No. I think rugby's at a place where it's competing. You know, rugby's at a place where it's competing. So now, the, the problem. But I mean, it's there's there's huge gaps within where we're competing at international level mm. and at super rugby level yeah. to how we're competing at schools. I yeah. mean. The, the the transition there is at the moment it's, but it's isn't football is like football is the game of the nation though football is the working man's game can it not change literally has a system has a can it not change system. can it not change it can but Should i'll i'll fight it with a passion <laughs> <laughs> i'll fight it with the whole gym i'm just like the entertainment value as well that psl gives to you know the average south african because think about it not everyone can watch epl la liga so you know that's what because I, I remember me before we got dstv and stuff i was PSL. heavily I was heavily PSL'd out yeah. 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 like soccer zone, soccer zone. Re- religious what, watcher what, 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 Ishi Bobo Ishi, okay, Ishi, 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 yeah literally yeah. Ishi Bobo was the only place I saw Champions League Oji Mulefe Oji Mulefe Walter you get it on Wednesdays, you get it on Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Before wrestling. Before wrestling, like, <laughs> uh, Sunday afternoon. Like, now wrestling is not even there for, you know, SABC viewers. What else will they take? What's next? Generations? <laughs> is that coming to Mzanzi Magic? You monsters. <laughs> no, they better pay the actors first. <laughs> <laughs> Shots, Shots fired. fired. But yeah, man, I, I think, you know, there's a lot of potential in our game. I think... If we can have teams that represent our communities and we can do something similar to the you, British model, that is that is really. The, I think that's the main reason. Our, our that's our why our league is not thriving. We yeah. don't support according to our locations. Okay. Yeah. We don't support but, according but, okay, to. But, okay, but, okay, but the thing is, the thing is, the thing is, what I'll also say is that um, I think we also, as much as. As much as we don't support um, according to our sub, uh, according to our locations, people in England also don't like they don't as much as we think they do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They don't support as much as we they, they do. Because I think they at, do a, a, a good job of doll supporting. Yeah. They have their main team, but then they make sure home is good. So yeah. you'll you'll buy a season ticket for Salford or whatever. But okay, if you're if you're a Londoner, yeah. you'll buy a season ticket for what's it was it Millwall like a, a small yeah, London, can, a small yeah, London yeah, club. You can, you can you'll buy a season ticket. Or you know you'll go to the occasional no, game, no, even yeah. though you you are a United fan and, from London. And, and you travel to United. You travel, but you make sure home is good. I think that's what they do good. They do best. It's like if I have to support two teams, I have to. But I'm going to make sure home is good before I become a fan of the big team that I'm attracted to. I mean, no city 
has really like been identified through their club in SA. In SA, that's yeah, true, true. Because you get Chiefs fan in Cape Town. Yeah. I mean, like no one, like no one goes to Pifani. It's like at, oh, yeah. at the most, at the most, at the most, it's 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 so where to? For me, I would say it's a, for for the most. Yeah, at the most, it's it's, it's KZN supporters and the team in Amazulu. Celtic, Amazulu, Celtic, Cape Town City fans, the 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 Barocca, the Ajax fans, Ajax fans, they've transferred. So the Cape Town mood. You so, know, is Ajax City still a, a, a club? Yes. Ajax Cape Town. Ajax Cape Town. Ajax Cape Town. Sorry, is it still San, a club? Nigga, Santos. Yo, boy. Santos. Santos won the won the absolute premiership when they got to Yeah. So did Black Lips. Do you look at your Black Lips? You look at Mpumalanga Black Aces. You look at Baroka FC. So these teams are teams that are coming that are very close-knit with their community like Black Leopards yeah. and the community in Lipopo and Vanda tight Amazulu Golden Arrows and uh, Amazulu more than Arrows yeah. uh, uh, in Durban like they go to games like Mabida they fill it like they fill it up if it's a big game but like they they, they yeah, there's they a consistent up, but, like, I mean, but you get the, you get the gist of what I'm saying they do their best like Celtic you know Celtic uh, Bloemfontein they had for, for, they had for the longest time they had the biggest and they had the daughter of fan bases yeah. you know and it's like the big teams not so much you know like they don't they, 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 they've outgrown the hometown fan base yeah. a yeah. bit you know and and you know what's funny sorry to interrupt you know what's funny is that in rugby you get that sort of culture that the Premier League has because oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the, the, the Pretorian people will always, always support the Bulls. They will always be like, yeah, the yeah. Western, Western gay people will always support, support province and Stormers. Yeah. No matter what. KZN people are supporting Sharks. No Joburg people lions. are supporting Lions. lions. Like so that. we need to create that culture. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the most key. Supporting cheaters. Clean, clean. Yeah. Be like that. But yeah, man. Um, going on to English Premier League. Oh. Fuck Lampard. Fuck social. Can we get? Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's, end, let's end this episode. Can, yeah. we, <laughs> can, we, can we? Can yeah, we break no, the let's, context? Yeah. Let's. It, let's. Can we just? Yeah. Have a young ten minutes before we wrap it up. Because I mean, time. Can I just say something? What? Well. Man United might not thank me, but get the contract out. Put it on the table. Yeah. Let him sign it. Let him write whatever numbers he wants to put on there. Give him what he's done now since he's come in. And let him sign the contract and go. Ollie's with the will, man. He's doing it. He's doing his thing. Man, United are back. That should have been the closing. I should have let you do it, didn't I? Can I just put context into this room? You know what pisses me off? You know what pisses me off? Is that Rio Ferdinand is... My God. He is flipping... Defending Ole like he's... Everyone who's... Former United. No, me, me, me. No, 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 isn't performing the way that we are sh- supposed to be for performing yes we are two two points away from relegation and yes he only got the job in in march but should we really be calling for his head he hasn't even finished an entire year at the seat at united not even and, and i mean i'm talking <coughs> including him being caretaker coach <coughs> liverpool gave club enough like time to be able to rebuild the team liverpool what's his club had three years before he even 
started to compete in the Premier League and that wasn't even proper competing because he finished fourth eventually. The following season was when he actually started competing with City in the league. That was four years after he was in the in, in, in the helm at Liverpool. Trophyless that time he had I think he had three finals in that because he had the Europa League final, he had the League Cup final which he lost to City on penalties, and then he had the Champions League final which he lost to Real Madrid three was it three one three whatever. So like fuck that shit, dog. Fuck all you out. Man, man must still be on the wheel. Fuck that shit, James. My only reason to Oli out is the way the club is structured. You bring, you take Oli out. Whoever you bring in is it's not gonna, gonna it's succeed. Gonna be the same thing. It's so gonna be I, a cycle. I'd rather have Oli there for now and hope that the club gets structured properly. Like uh, I've seen, every time United has a big fuck up, they put the rumors out. So you, uh, yeah, you've seen the rumors. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we, we're getting a director of football. We've got a war chest. But Luke Shaw as well. Have you seen what? Is it Shaw? What you, what where he, where he, he, he was in the sand, he, he was in the stands, and then he was like sacked in the morning. Oh, it's full Jones. Oh, that was full Jones. Yeah, I, I think that was just blown out of proportion. I really didn't see it. No, no. But the thing is, as uh, the, one of the one of the guys, one, one, one of the Woodward, yeah, Woodward is the one who like shut up on TV. Yeah. So it means that it meant so much of what he said. If it was a joke, it was going to be a thing of you wouldn't have even minded it. So if he said sacked in the morning. And then he kept quiet. No, but like, and who is he on? Is he still? What would know that he was on TV? Yes, he he saw the screen. He's like, shut up, we're on TV. Like, wait, are we? Are we? Have you confirmed that Paul Jones said something? Yes, he did. No, but see it. In terms, if you lip read, yeah, if you lip read, if you second, that's the thing is, if you lip, if you lip read, it says, Jose, fuck you and your mom. Exactly, but when it actually came, that's the thing. If you lip read, that's what he says. But for me, it's just, it's just, I also believe it's out of context and it's being blown out of proportion. That's the thing. That's the thing. That's the thing. Like as United, I've become accustomed to it. Is that everything that happens to United, whether it's before or against, more or more of against, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be blown out of proportion because everyone hates United. All of the all of the media wants to print everything about United. Everything about United is more is 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 a bigger clickbait than any other team in in, in the league, possibly in the world. Who was the Chelsea player of the year last season? Eden Hazard. Okay, you know what? We know what points I'm trying to make. I, like, I, I thought yeah, you were sure being player of the season for United was, was a bigger. But wait, no, no, but wait. The but fact wait, that you guys I mean, know it about more, it was more in the news. It was more in the news and more talked about than Eden Hazard being player of the yeah. year in Chelsea. We have, like, think about it. We have the biggest player. We have the biggest internal club awards. They mean things to people. The our. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I th- I I I I think. But like our think about it. There's no there's no academy potential uh, potentials that are as highly anticipated as United potentials. Like if you look at like I can't tell you ten. I, I can't tell you over the past five years ten ten oh. players. Okay, well, okay. Let me let me prove my point. Tell me, tell me. Okay, okay, wait, 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 wait. Let me prove my point. I'm tell me. I'm gonna give you names, and you are gonna know these people. Adnan Yanuzai. Come on. Come on. You know Adnan Yanuzai. I know Yanuzai. No, no, no. Let's do this. Overrated Belgium. Yes, carry on. See? But you know about him. Yes, yes, carry on. Okay, Adnan Yanuzai. Mason Greenwood. Yes. Frederick Mokela. Yes. Frederick Mokela. Tom Cleverley. 
Yeah, no, that okay, was those, crazy. those are popular people. Okay, no, those are popular people. Let's start talking. <laughs> yeah, for real. Baby. Oh. Baby. Baby. Yeah, I'm not baby. 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 Um, who else would they know? I'm just. No, okay. I think it's okay. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. The thing is, ah, wait, wait, wait. Can I, can I, wait? Can I, can I, can I, can I, can I make, can I, can I make his point much clearer? Because I understand where he's coming from. He's saying that, like, as much as you guys have better, let me, let me say this. You guys have better, have better academy players. Especially at the moment, in terms of looking what is, what they have done and what they're doing in 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 in. Nah, shut up. Wait, shut up. I, I just want to make Especially, a correction. No, wait, wait, wait. Okay, cool, and carry, what they're carry. doing currently in the first team, right? Yeah. It's you guys have produced better, and you and you have a and you have a bigger academy in terms of numbers, yeah. right? In the, looking at your loan system. They're running even but, trafficking ring. But in terms of the English media and the English uh, perspective. There's, there's, there's more. There's a better anticipation, or there's more talked about, like players from United Academy, than, than, because we are a bigger club. Exactly my point. That's what he's saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that our academy is necessarily better than yours. Yeah, I'm just I was saying highlighting we, the failures. We, we just talked. We just talked about more. Okay. So if you're gonna look at academy players, if you're gonna talk about academy players, first things first. Kylian Mbappe started at Chelsea. You guys didn't know. Mm-hmm. Nigga, you guys ah, listen, listen, yes. wait, 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 started at Chelsea, Salah started at Chelsea, Kevin De Bruyne started at Chelsea, Andrew Schoeller started at Chelsea, who else started at Chelsea, Riyad Mahrez started at Chelsea, should I carry on? Carry on, carry on, carry on, um, um, who else? Okay, wait, what does that say about your guys' scouting network? It's very good. It's much better, it's probably much better than United, it's much better than United. But United's one is actually more talked about because we're a bigger club. Yeah, and, be- and 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 because our our academy has done like it's it's it, it, it's part of our culture because it's done better on the first team level in terms <clears throat> of looking at the polls. Because like I mean, there's, there's something that's always yeah, talked about is think- class of ninety two. We always talk about something about the class of ninety two, you know, stuff like that. You talk about the Bubsy Busby babes and stuff like that. It's something that's always been associated with United. I'm not saying we're not saying that Chelsea's was Academy is worse than ours. Um, it is definitely better, but yeah. I'd like to go on a long tangent here. First of all, I agree with the two raging gentlemen in the room that Ollie should remain and this is not for banter purposes <laughs> i i genuinely believe that because i don't think any manager worth their salt at the moment would take the job in the middle of the season if they're wise enough especially the united job this at this they time, will not take uh, this united job right the now the only only people who would take the united job at the moment is a former united player exactly is and you don't need more of that exactly number two i think to your guys' point that managers are getting fired too soon. That's true. But the form that your team has been going through has been dismal. The past 23 games, you've had a 21% win record. Oh. <laughs> I mean, that's... It's dismal. It, it's very dismal. Any manager would not stand that. Okay, yeah. If he wasn't only going to show so shy, he would not be here. Do we... No, he, he, I'm not gonna lie, he really wouldn't. But... That, I mean, I think you're forced to keep him by circumstance. I we are, but also look at the situation that we currently in. Like you look at the past, like the past, the past between the last two international breaks, 
our key players have been missing. Yeah, Hulk, you've also Hulk, had Martial, like key injuries. You've I'm, turned I'm in Luke Shaw, but um, even though he's not a key player, because Ashley Young has to start. You know, yeah, to our cause, he's key. You know, I mean, prior like to the back end of the last season, if we, like Oli was just trying to take us to the end of the line because he just wanted to restart it. Like, I mean, he shouldn't have gone the way that he he did, but like, I mean, it's where we at. In my opinion, right. I have a problem with Ed Woodward, right? I have a problem with your managers, but I don't have a problem with your board. Your board has surprised. I'm saying Ed Woodward, right? He makes the decisions, right? In terms of who gets hired, who gets yeah, scouted. He takes, he takes the blame. I'm not too sure. Okay, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, okay. I think there's someone. There's, I've heard yeah, rumors the that he's the face man. Yeah, he's the face man because I think some, some, in terms of transfers, there is someone who, who negotiates. Not he doesn't negotiate, yeah. but I think he's the one. Like a final approval has to go through yeah. him, but someone else negotiates th- things like contracts, things like a pl- yeah. player. Yeah, my my main point was nine hundred million in six years should have fixed any team. Yeah, just for people with a footballing head on their heads. It should have fixed any but team. We don't have footballing people though. We don't have. We, we yes, don't yes have that's my, that, that, I'm that's agreeing with you. You, you can't bl- you, you can't blame the, the board for not spending the money because yeah. they have spent the money. It's just that they spent the money recklessly. Yeah. Because like I mean, you, people chat about how since Sir Alex Ferguson we spent 900 million. How much? How much of that 900 million is still in our squad? In our squad at the moment. That's the oh, thing. My, it's, no, no. But like I mean, thing is, out of that 900 million yeah. that's still in our squad. Probably three fifty to four hundred million is currently within yeah. the first within my, the first My main point squad. about Man United. So I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I, I don't buy the chat of no United has spent five nine hundred million to Eric Ferguson and the squad is shit. No 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 no. Because that's the thing. We yep. sold a lot of players. What's this? Di Maria, Memphis. Sanchez, Lukaku, Miki. A lot of those players mm. cost a lot of money. But my point is. United are going down a dangerous model. They're going down Chelsea's old model. And not every team can succeed with that. In terms of turning over a new project so quickly, it's not easy. Yeah, that's why I don't want us to turn over and, so quickly. And then, and then the thing with Chelsea is that whenever we got a new manager, he was similar. He wasn't like a completely different, didn't have different it's ideas. It's the place, to be honest. Like because yeah, like if you if you, I, I think with with Ole, the, the problem is that the problem was never with Jose. It was never with Ole. It was never, never with the problem was with Jose. No, uh, but the thing is, Jose has favorites, right? Plus, yeah. Pogba had a, didn't like Jose. That that everyone knows. I that. mean, he fell out with most of the dressing. Yeah. I mean, say most of the dressing room, but with some key players in the dressing room, Ooh. people like that. Is this, is this Pogba, Jose? Yeah, Jose, Pogba, Tony Martial. Um, his relationship with David De Gea wasn't the greatest as well because David De Gea wasn't has, like hadn't signed his contract. Yeah. Um, Under Herrera wasn't given a contract because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? So I don't think he fought for Mata. It was a thing when he when he first came. Yeah, he didn't he didn't fuck with him. I think he fought him because he because because he comes from Chelsea. Nah, he's, nah, the, one he's, he's the one who sold, sold him. him. Yeah, he's the one who costed him out. He's the one in Chelsea. <laughs> and he was player of the year two seasons ago. No, no, he was player of the year. Two and then six months later, Jose sold him. Helicopter. Remember? Yeah, when he when he arrived at at at, at Carrington in the helicopter. My point is no tight. Moyes Moyes was everything was against Moyes from the start. Let's start there. No one wanted him except for Sir Alex. 
The board didn't want him. Ed Woodward never wanted him. He got Fellaini and he was supposed to get Leighton Baines. What the fuck is that, guys? That that Moyes window was top five fancy era window. I think I think I for me I don't I don't like I think Moyes I think Moyes was a bit out of his depth. I don't blame him that much. I think it was just a bit out of his depth because like I felt what he should have done was not try and implement his his system his coaches and his way of playing yeah we're gonna have to wrap up pretty soon and his way of playing immediately he yeah. had to transition the the players out because they were all players he had to transition so alex ferguson's way out and so alex's coaching staff way out and to be able to gain that united culture because yeah. he came with everton man like everton a back and everton backroom staff that had no experience in winning anything no experience in champions league no experience in doing anything I mean, that was his biggest full level like this though full level was in that back room style and he went on and lost as a coaching staff but like but co- coach but yeah, as a yeah, coach as a you, coach you, yeah but he was inexperienced at the time but i mean seems familiar <laughs> but i mean that's a thing i think <laughs> thing is I, I, i think i said this a couple of weeks ago i think united's problems at the moment are on the field because if united were playing well we really like as much as we would yeah. be crying for the board it wouldn't be like that bad yeah. it wouldn't be so that we, bad the thing is coming into the season i'm just going to wrap this topic up right so, coming into the yeah. Season as United fans, actually, Love we have nigga, we, next week we're coming for you. But um, you know, coming as a United fan, coming into the season, we knew that the team wasn't going to be the best team in the league because of the issues, and we weren't yeah. even mad at Oli. We were willing to give Oli the season. If he showed that he's got something about him, yeah, and that's and that's what we. He's not showing anything. That's the only problem we have. We're not expecting him to to jump over. To, like we're just saying, dogs. Your squad is better than the performances you're giving, and your squad is better than the tactics you play. And I just want to wrap it up on this, right? Top five academies in the league. The only English side in that is Man United, coming in at number five with 28 players who came up through the Manchester United academy that ply they trade in the top five leagues in europe out in in the premier league united racked up united academy products racked up four thousand and something minutes which is the highest of any club the only club that came close was tottenham with two thousand and something minutes that's just what i want to say i think that's a bit biased because look at look at the number of minutes that someone like rashford puts in in, into into only like like, only like seven of our of our our 28 play for us yeah look at the amount of minutes that rashford puts into our first team amount of minutes that mctominay puts into our first team amount of minutes that goes My I mean, agenda stays, dog. Yeah. Stop, stop doing this. <laughs> But yeah, man. Um, and now, now academy is so big is that um, also most of our products end up being decent players in other teams. Look at the likes of. We gave you um, drink water. <sighs> that disease of a player. Um, some Daniel Simpson and stuff. Yes, like yes. I mean, yeah, Premier League. Um, Wait, I just want to say, yes. over the past four youth UEFA Champions League, three of them have been won by the same team. We can't guess. It's Chelsea football club. How many? Nigga, sorry. Let's not act like sorry wasn't sending Hudson Odoi for sick. I'm not fighting it. We've made mistakes, but we've seen the light. Oh, we are youth FC. Those niggas were being human traffic. Like these guys come for three loan spells consecutively. And I think wait, I I think your players would benefit from a loan. They would. They would. Um, last words. Last, last words. I'm proud 
of the Chelsea squad. I'm proud of Lampard. I hope they can make top four. I wouldn't be disappointed, but I expect them to make top four. Pepsi, with me, like in the beginning, I didn't back. Well, when when Lampard came in in the first few games, I was really yeah. disappointed. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm a person. Yeah, yeah. Like the yeah, the, the, op- the opening game really touched me. You know, it really touched me because I felt like we we chose an ex-player very soon for ourselves. So like I, I was very disappointed in the beginning, but now that everything is clearing up and p- players are getting their confidence, now I'm understanding. Yeah, and like Callum Hudson Odoi is coming up from under 18 level and he has to work his, ba- or his way back up to the two why don't you guys play the okay never mind it's like, shooter it's his final words leave him so like I, I, I'm, I'm very impressed with what um, Lampard is doing so far um, I hope he also makes top 4 I'm not I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm, I'm not um, expecting him to win the league that would be very yeah, stupid that's Liverpool's yeah that, that, that's Liverpool yeah. actually Liverpool. it's, it's cities oh, it's Liverpool's Liverpool, Liverpool sorry it's Liverpool's game yeah no one that's that's yeah that's that's when Liverpool loses points to be honest in December yeah, but like they, do, they, do, they do, lose do, a lot of points yeah, yeah, I don't know like they don't have Christmas they, they don't have a festive season these guys Liverpool is not a happy place but like yeah Lampard I beg you brother um, yeah just give us top 4 um, if you give us 5 or 6 I, I, I'm fine with it yeah. then after that the next year we'll have our transfer and you have, you have yeah. an opportunity to invest money into it last uh, final words nah I don't really have much to say man I just want to say it was a dope episode uh, shout out to you guys for pulling up uh, we, we really appreciate it yeah Close yeah shout out gents um yeah this is from the sand episode 14 from the sand podcast thank you for listening if you've gone this far i hope you enjoyed it hope you enjoyed the presence of our guests uh let me give them a quick shout out in terms of any social socials and anything that you guys want to plug uh i want to plug like i said y'all know what it is go to clarkaset.co.za for any drip if you want bookings on videos there's a link right there we are for the kids by the kids let's get it moving guys shout out my g anything i want to plug anything hey yo just uh follow me on instagram and um upcoming model um yeah uh let's get the boy working man <laughs> uh see socials uh, sad boy season everything uh check out it's out it's officially out the yeah. virgo little light ep or whatever uh yeah check that out um reception has been great yeah shout out guys uh make sure you follow us at fts sportscast on twitter uh my socials at sun at underscore sun this a and thank you for listening episode 14 from the stands sportscast and yeah we are out